Hello, and welcome to Divisive Issues, the foul-mouthed, spoiler-filled comic book podcast where two fans and two non-fans talk about controversial and noteworthy comic books and comic book history. I'm one of the fans, Ryan. I'm another fan, Sly. I am allegedly a non-fan, Phil. <laughs> and I am a non-fan, Daryl. And I like that Ryan started this a little exasperated. He's like... Hello, because we <laughs> are in it, guys. This is the final week of 52, the yes. last 13 issues. Thank fucking God. Uh, if, you want, if you want the summary of how I felt this whole entire month, just imagine, like, Daryl just putting, uh, pu- putting nails in my fingers every fucking five my minutes. God. That's how it feels like just to have your, your favorite story just be shredded by a guy who just doesn't appreciate... I don't think you're shredding it. Doesn't appreciate anything. So we are... I highly recommend you listen to the first three episodes... Because we are the best, right? No, because we're not really going to be recapping much. But this time, we are rounding out the end of the Patreon drive, which ends today. It's the last day. And I'll get into a very special reach goal that we have Mm -hmm. as we go later on in the show. You get to meet the hosts of Divisive Issues if you live in New York. (laughs) I mean, you could do that. (laughs) You'll get to meet maybe two of them because we all are spread out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we will be covering issues 40 to 52. Cool. <gasps> 52. Yes. What 52. does it all mean? 52. 52. <laughs> Written by Jeff Johns, Grant Morrison, Greg Ruck, and Mark Wade. Art breakdowns by Keith Giffen. And pencils by Eddie Barrows, Chris Batista, Joe Bennett, Giuseppe Camancioli, Jamal Igel, Dan Jurgens, Justiniano, Mike McCone, Patrick Olaf, and Derek Robertson. Who? Boy. Okay. And we're getting right in there because we start off with uh john henry irons versus lex luther what yeah yes if you remember from last time natasha his niece was captured by superman hey Lex. we yes. said no recaps <laughs> it opens <laughs> and with we it. meant no recaps <laughs> it opens with him saying i have your niece and then, so then uh, john henry irons and the teen titans all break through lex corpse wall mm-hmm. yes I'm still like I still don't know how you look like not a villain when you're fighting against Lex when the general population believes he's a. Like, that's why Lex that's is his a, point. That's why Lex is a great villain yeah. because he's a straight up villain. But everyone, he always, he's always like smart enough to convince people that he's not a villain. So everyone, it's like maddening for the heroes. Like God, he's, don't you see? He's it's like Donald Trump. He's like Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Except he's smart. Smart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So it's, it's, yeah, the Teen Titans versus the Infinity Inc. Everyman mm-hmm. that Lex gave their powers to, and they're fighting. Oh, uh, can I just, uh, one thing I liked, the name of this issue is Man Ain't Nothing But a Man, which is a John Hen- part of the John Henry story. Oh. Ah. I saw that, and I'm like, I, I, I love Steel. I just love John Henry Irons. <laughs> not, not a lot of uh, listeners know Phil just is crazy for steam engines. He's, like, really all about it's a cool It's a cool homage. He's a cool guy. He's like, I'm Superman, but actually I'm just a guy in steel armor I thought he was going to say, it's a cool invention. It helps America. Yeah, you think, you, how do you think you're powering your computer right now, idiot? Steam engine. <laughs> steam engine. That is true. It is. It's a steam engine. He has, he has, it led to the fucking modern-day industrial revolution, right? I'm, I'm yeah. saying that all our power plants in, in oh, modern-day society are still steam engines. Oh, that is true, too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, <laughs> they're fighting for a while. John Henry Irons basically just tears through everybody. Yeah, and they're, gets fight, they're fighting specifically the Infinity, Infinity Inc. Inc. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he knocks out Lex's right-hand woman, Mercy, and... He saves Natasha. And he saves Natasha. And then he's well, first, like, uh, just it's a small thing. I like that he says, did I hear security right? The floors are above are empty when, like, the intercom goes off. Mm. And they're, they're like, so they said, and he just flies through all the floors into the <laughs> office where Lex is with the, the Mercy, the right-hand woman. And that's when he just, like, smacks her out. And he saves Natasha. 
Yeah, this is why we hate Man of Steel so much. Because one line of dialogue makes it all okay. It's not that hard to just have him be like, are people safe? Yeah, yes. which, which I yeah. like. Yeah. So he tells Natasha, like, get the Titans are in the lobby. Get down there. You'll be safe with them. And in the background, we see she looks rather mischievous. And she turns. Oh, she's the shapeshifter. Every no, man. No. Not only can he shapeshift into people, he can shapeshift into giant crab. Yeah. So we get, like, this, like... Uh, this giant crab is fighting him and like crushing him in his pincers, and he breaks out. He breaks out by shattering his armor too. Like, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah. a cool scene. Oh, over the course of the fight, even when he's fighting Infinity Inc., his armor gets more and more damaged. You see it cracking as he flies through the ceiling and everything. So it's like by this point, it's literally just him with a big hammer. Yeah, so he just yeah. looks exactly like the old school John Henry. Uh, yeah, so he's got the big hammer. He's in jeans and he's ripped, yeah. and he's like, "Where is she? Where is she?" And every man's backing away to the to the hole that John Henry Irons just burst he, through. He and broke like, his hand by shattering his armor. Yeah. And he turns back into his regular guy, and he's like, she's with Luther, she's with Luther, and he falls off, and John Henry Irons just lets him fall. And through the falls. hole that he made, and yeah. splits at the bottom. And then Beast Boy's like, not enough room for two shapeshifters around here, and I'm like, you <laughs> well, should, he lays he should in a probably call an ambulance, man. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants every man to live. Uh. <laughs> but superheroes are supposed to kill. <laughs> You know, it's not killing, it's letting it's them letting die. die. Like, Batman, I, I don't have to save you either. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So then John Henry Irons breaks in, he confronts Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor just, like, hits him with heat vision. Yep. And now, <laughs> I don't know if John knows the extent of Luthor's powers, but he tries to bash his head in with that big hammer. <laughs> He's just and, mad. Yeah, but yeah. he, like, slams him right on the, yeah, on the head. It, it's so funny hard. how that always works when it's, like, it's, like, Wolverine attacking someone, and then they find out they're invulnerable. It's, like, his blades, like, crash against their yeah. skull. I'm like, yeah. Uh, he would have been bailed. Well, keep, keep in mind here, Lex Luthor is a mass murderer. He killed a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I wonder if John Henry would have been okay here actually bashing I, 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 He was willing to kill from before. I think uh, Luthor's, yeah. like, his one, one exception. Yeah. yeah. And he, but Luther has his superpowers. He breaks out. He stabs them with the handle of his hammer. Yeah. And he has Natasha now, like, chained up in this chair. Yeah. And they go to fight. Uh, I like that he, Lex is just like, he's so full of himself here. He's like talking to Natasha about how they'll make a better world. We'll even rename the Earth in my honor. Why not? Planet Lexor. Yeah. And then John Henry's like, uh, no, because guess what? You have no. You have no, no noble no, you have no intention, cause. no love, right. no creed. Nothing gives your life meaning, only Luthor. Mm-hmm. And at L- Luthor uses his extra vision to be like, you know you're like about to die. He <laughs> says, if I need an analysis, I'll hire a qualified shrink, Mr. Irons. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time he's like, we're going home, Natasha, we're going home. And as they fight, the hammer gets thrown into Natasha's chair as Luthor drags John Henry up into the ceiling. And Natasha realizes that... You can EMP people with this fake gene that Luther's been giving them to temporarily disable their powers. Yeah. Because we know it can be turned on and off. So she's like, you know, the hammer has an atomic nuclear power source. I could create an EMP with it and it would turn off... Like Luther's power. Yeah. So then she does that, and it does that. <laughs> and at this point, he John Henry is holding Luthor like up by his throat on the side of the building, and he's like, "You ready for a fair fight?" And we don't even have to see it. Obviously, he kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. And he also he also lets him know the thing that I like is that you should thank us because the everyman treatment is toxic. It eats you up alive inside, and in six months you'd be dead. Yeah. Also, I didn't know he his hand was detachable because they <laughs> he shoots off his hand or whatever, and then in the next scene he has both hands, and then the scene after he's missing a hand, and I'm like, someone fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, these were and, these were made really fast. Uh, oh yeah. no, no, I think he has a robot hand. I think that's no, thing. but he he shoots off the robot. Somebody hand fucked up and, and then, then shoots the robot hand. Oh, I see, I see. That. Yep. 
it's fine. So, uh, and one thing, I, there was a bit of dialogue that I just forgot to mention that they're talking about Lex and his, like, Everyman project and how it made look up in the sky a, like, scary phrase because it reminisces about the people that fell uh, from the sky and died. And then the clever. issue ends, yeah, the issue ends with Raven and Beast Boy saying, look, up in the sky, and they look up. Well, the issue doesn't end this way, but the scene ends with uh, John Henry Irons and Natasha standing there over Luthor's unconscious body. Yeah, and he smashed it, they smashed it Lex Corp logo, too. Yeah, and they're smiling, and it's like it's a happy, like, the good guys saved the day. I really love the way this plot resolves, because John Henry got to kick the shit out of Lex Luthor, but at the end of the day, the real, like, the thing that actually turned the tide was Natasha, Natasha. using her science. Yep. And I, I really, really like that it wasn't just her uncle coming to save the day. She used the very thing that they have in common to for them yeah. to team up and defeat him. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a very fitting ending. I like how this plot yeah. resolved itself. I also yeah. I particularly like uh, especially for these last couple of issues how every pl- plot you don't know when it's going to end. So I didn't expect mm. uh, the like, super plot to be resolved very much the same issue where he got the powers. So yeah. I like so, so like this sets up the, like the one happy ending before we get to a bunch of less happy endings. <laughs> lot less happy endings. Yeah, that's the fun thing about the last block of 52 is now that a lot of plots are resolving, you don't know, is this going to go all the way to the end? Is it going to resolve a few issues early? Mm-hmm. Where, like, beforehand, you know, we were still shocked by some twists, but when even when Booster died, you're like, okay, yeah, uh, that's still pretty R- early. Ryan Daniel and Carter said it was obviously a fake out. You're right on that one, but will they be right about the future ones? (laughs) Yeah. And the issue does actually end with, it cuts back to Kandak, where it's just been raining nonstop for over a week. Nothing's growing. It's like poison. It's like the pestilence rain. Yeah. And Osiris is convinced that it's because he killed that person. He's brought like a curse on the land. His Mm -hmm. powers are cursed. And, you know, he's like, I need to do something. I need to go on a pilgrimage. I need to find a new family. And he tells his his goofy alligator sidekick, will you come with me? Yes. And he's like, sure. Come with you? Where, Osiris? <laughs> yeah. yeah, to the Rock of Eternity to find a new family. New family. All right. All right. So uh, week 41. Mm-hmm. Uh, so opens with uh, space shenanigans with Adam Strange and Starfire. They're trying to get their way home. But, like, the ship is dying, and... They're also being chased by bounty hunters still. Yeah. Molek uh-huh. the Hunter. <laughs> yeah. He speaks in chitters and ones and zeros binary. And, like, uh, Adam Strange... Oh, no, that's like... his little monkey friend. Goddamn. Yeah. And Adam Strange, like, makes it very clear, like, he's sick of this shit. Like, chase for days! Wrecked our ship! Our only way home! As he's punching this fucking guy. And, yeah, he... and then the guy's like, fuck you, and he self-destructs his own ship so they <laughs> yeah. can't have it. Yeah. So uh, then we cut to Renee. Mo- uh, so Renee uh, back. She's uh, in Nanda Parba. Yeah. That's where we left. Yeah, well, I said left well, I left her off. No recap. Yeah, Ch- <laughs> Charlie. Charlie is dead. Mm-hmm. No yeah, recap. <laughs> no, but it was. I don't think it was explicitly clear uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. he died. Yeah, so like if he you, died in the snow. Yeah, so if you yeah. thought like, oh, he's gonna get resurrected. No, he's fucking dead, Charlie. And yeah, one thing I dead. just you guys referenced. You're like, if he doesn't get saved. This is she's really fucked up for doing this. Yep. So and she did. <laughs> yeah. Kinda. Yeah. She so. at least got him there to like uh, talk to her, but it is like it is such a sad story where, like, yeah. how much pain she put him through because she was so desperate. It, yeah. Yes. So, uh, fun fact: uh, the question is one of Joe's uh, favorite characters, and he said that issue is one of the most needlessly cruel comics ever made, and he, it's part of the reason why he's uh, always hesitant to endorse this comic. Ah. It, it is pretty dark. It's pretty. It's pretty. Dark. It, yeah, c- like comparatively to like a lot of other comic, even like a lot of other comic deaths, it's like that is. It's just very sad. 
See, I find I, that I, to be incredibly powerful. Yeah, because, me too. Yeah, she lives in a world where people come back from the dead all the time. And half of this book was about, like, resurrecting Sue Dibney and all this stuff. And, like, her being like, how come he has to die but Superman and Green Arrow and Batman, everybody gets to come back from the dead. I will do everything I can to save him. And because he's, a, like, not a high-powered character, it doesn't work. I feel like it's also necessary to show how painful and imperfect other people's deaths are like yeah. from him suffering from cancer where it's like you don't get like good last words or like that you treat each other and it's like oh that was a good life kind of like with a um captain marvel when we did it's not heroic it's death like, yeah yeah and it fits the question i feel like really well because it's like he wasn't like a super high like the world didn't know about yeah. him it was kind of like an unknown death and and to me it's out of like superhero deaths it's the one that rings the most true not to bring everybody super down but of like watching somebody die is it's ugly and shitty and you're like doing everything you can but at the end of the day you can't do anything i I view i view it as like taking like a a dying person to like radical to radical medical procedures and desperate to save them even if uh, doctors tell you like it's long it's not gonna happen like we're just putting him through all this pain for no reason basically yeah yep Renee is like now trying to act more all wise from the experience, but uh, Kevin Dragon, what's first name? I forget. Richard Dragon. Richard, Richard, Richard Dragon. Kevin Dragon. <laughs> I always forget his first name. Uh, Richard Dragon yeah. is like, this is bullshit. Like, you're just trying to fake it till you make it. Like, go look in this cave of, of, of all, all these reflective uh, surfaces. He said, come like yourself. fight me in this ice cave. And then he starts berating her where it's like, I love, you're not he says, it, you're right. doing what you always do when you're faced with loss and guilt. You've just changed the props you use. A gi instead of a bottle. Like, how she's just like, um, instead of sleeping around and drinking, uh, you're just doing martial arts and meditating as if this yeah. is gonna, yeah. you know, yeah, fix and, your and we we get her acting out like her grief through the combat, but also through like waxing poetic about like the flower that Isis gave her with Todd and like mm-hmm. just like just it's like the two sides of Renee that we've seen, like her like going into her like own head and then also like not being able to face herself and just getting like aggressive. Yeah, literally because the ice cave they're, they're, they're fighting and has like reflective surface and he. Put your face up to reflect the surface after hitting your ass, saying, "Look at yourself, so you can see who can be." And Renee's like, "I can't," and runs away. Yeah. So, so it cuts uh, to Ralph Dibney. Uh, he's visiting uh, Tio Morrow's old old place. The it's old... the supervillain, uh, like nursing home. Uh, yeah. Mad scientist, not supervillain. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> they just coincide a lot, but it's it's because um, he's there and he's here to see professor milo the technomancer yeah like a batman villain yeah uh so uh he's like everyone you fooled everyone milo buying your, your shit because uh, you're because <laughs> you're because you uh use magic of your technology able to hide a lot better i know your wheelchair has a wheel that is uh magic technology the silver wheel of nyarlath <laughs> yeah yeah and he takes off this wheel he starts rubbing off the stuff yeah and, my, and milo's like wheel. help this guy see my wheelchair and the staff is like what the fuck ralph like we thought and, and the thing is he's like you've been faking it's been hiding under my nose the whole time and he breaks off the wheelchair and then when security comes in milo actually is like a double amputee like he doesn't have legs right. below the yeah. knees and he's just laying on the ground like help me and ralph's like oh my god what have i done <laughs> yeah. i gotta go and he teleports and, away. Yeah, dr face like it doesn't matter we gotta go we gotta go we gotta it's almost time to do this, <laughs> yeah. this shit we've been here for it doesn't this matters but yeah. so then uh, uh renee sits down on the bench and man whatever the place name is and a woman walks up to her and she says, oh, I, 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 I'm waiting for a friend. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, he's going to help me st- uh, start a new life. And uh, she says, like, I killed a man. Yeah, do, do you have a choice? And this woman's like, I tell myself I didn't. But why are you here? And she's like, I tr- was trying to fr- save a friend's life. 
Yeah, and yeah. she says like it was not fair what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman says like if you're look if you're looking for reason uh, you're looking for reason and you're looking for it without. The only, the, but the only reason you'll find will be the reason you bring to the experience, and that can only come from within. And she's like, it's not that I don't want to look; I'm dying to look, but I'm afraid of what I'll see. And they're like, you have to do it. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. Uh, will well, have greater rule over you? Your fear or your curiosity? And it shows Renee in the cave. And uh, with a candle, the candle's like snuffed out and it forms a question mark. This is the smoke. And the thing that I like about this scene is this actually is a major character, not in this book, but in general. But in here, I read this scene, even if you don't know who it is, I've read it as like, this is just someone else on a spiritual journey Mm -hmm. that's like also at Nanda Parbat. You know, yeah, for it, a it's one of the things where it's like looking reason. at it, it makes it obvious, especially when you see the bracelet on her arm when she reaches over to touch Renee. But yeah, I, I didn't know she's who that Wonder was Woman. either. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get it until later. <laughs> but yeah. like, I feel like you don't have to. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have to. It's, it's, it is Wonder Woman. Uh, she's more yeah. for killing. Yeah, uh, uh, it's cool because like, uh, Maxwell Lord. Maxwell. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I can never get yeah. name. I um, stop criticizing my name for this issue. I'll give him never get it right. Sly, say the words Nanda Barbot. No, never. Speak the words. Uh, so it cuts to um, back to Adam Strange. I was about to say Doctor Strange. I was trying so hard not to say it. Adam Strange and Starfire. And um, this this kind of goes into he kind of goes into what I said before about Adam Strange is not really a superhero. He was just like a sci-fi guy, and like he, he felt like a superior to like the space people he was saving all the time. But he went back to Earth, and like what does he compare to fucking like Superman and something like that? Yeah. So like, uh, but Starfire is like uh, you're our only hope to get home. So. Get your shit yeah, because their ship's like stalling. So then he, as they're he falling into a sun, and she's his bleeding history. Out. He's like, you know what? Uh, we're falling into a sun with in a disintegrating vessel, with zero power except what's feeding life support. And he's like, sure, you know what? I can get us out of this. We have nth metal shielding around the engine cores, right? And as he leaves, looks like they're heading towards a planet, but it turns out it's a Green Lantern that looks like a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Does he look no, like a planet? No, or is he, he a planet? is a planet. Yeah, he is a planet. He must be a planet. Yeah. You guys yeah. must love this because he's an Alan Moore character, so, so he must be the greatest. <laughs> so w- w- wait, is there a difference between somebody that like is big enough to be a planet? Like, is there like? Well, there's like mountains and oceans. He's, I, a, I, sent, he's a sentient planet. Yeah. Okay, so he's a specific sentient planet. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. you guys mentioning him before. That's why when it came out, the reveal was the Green Lantern planet. I'm like, that makes sense. Like, uh, they would have yeah, this guy. Yeah, I, I no, didn't bet on either. Green Lantern bacteria? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're getting life forms from all across the universe, why would they all look like just like guys? Yeah, you think humanoids can survive in every single atmosphere or whatever? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you think, idiot? Yeah. Sometimes they have <laughs> I their thought, own I thought atmosphere. It was, I thought it was cool. Oh, of course. I, Alan Moore, right? Yeah. <laughs> he has interesting things. I know, unlike yeah. half the shit we read. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like Mogola. All right, so now it's up to you to defend these shitty things, Phil. Week 42. I will defend it. In issue 42. So we're back in Nanda Parvat with Renee. She's lighting the candle in that cave where she just, um, the light went out. And she's basically talking to herself in that, you know, the noir style again about, like, you have to, you have to look into yourself and see what stares back. Don't be scared. And because uh, even says, in the dark, she's been her eyes have been closed the whole time. Yeah, and she says, "Just open your eyes. What do you see?" And then she says, "Good question." And all around is pictures of her face, Refle- reflections, face. reflections of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but without faces. a face. So, and then that's that's the only side story. The rest of this comic is going to be Ralph Dibney, and I will let you yes. guys know. I read this comic twice. Is that? Is that good or bad? <laughs> it's probably bad knowing that. It, it was it was to really try to understand because this comment, this issue, I feel like more other than the very last one, like drops a lot on you that you have to like 
Think yeah. about so they going they're going to a place of power, Salem, Massachusetts, of course. Yep. Uh, the Tower <laughs> of Fate, and the Doctor Fate helmet is like we. I've taught you all I can. The hour is upon us. You have to do this to achieve your heart's desire. Mm-hmm. And he's preparing his ritual, and there's just all these faces where he's pick, putting pictures of Sue, they're like mat- masks, um, like floating masks kind of thing. Yep. And then the pictures of Sue, like they start reaching out towards them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, basically, like you know that that, that office the office episode where they all put, put like post the cards on their heads. <laughs> yeah. It does they, look they, 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 they put like the pictures of Sue Dimney on these masks that are floating, and now the mm-hmm. pictures come alive like Harry Potter, and they're reaching for Ralph, saying yeah. Ralph, Ralph. And Doctor Fate is like she still remembers you. You just need to release your fear. We've practiced the incantation. You have to say it, yeah. uh, and the, the door to the afterlife is going to open. And Ralph just keeps saying, like, what if I'm not ready? What if I haven't sacrificed enough? And he's like, you've done, you've linked yourself to the wheel. Basically, all the stuff he's been doing. Yeah, he, he linked himself to the wheel to enact spells of binding so that the outside world is safe from whatever takes place in the next few minutes. So they're, like, locked in here. Yeah, nothing that happens in here can get out just in case he fucks up badly. Yeah, yeah. so he, he holds on. He chugs a little more from his flask. And he's yeah. like, okay, I have to be with her. I can't risk screwing it up. Not now. Not after going through so much. There's one sure way. So he puts on the Dr. Fate helmet, then he takes out the gun that he was going to shoot himself with from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. He holds it up to his head, like the side of his head, and he fires, but what comes out, it, it's the mask that gets shot out, and it bounces against the wall. You see it's a... just a cloth, by the way, like as it's being shot Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see like a poltergeist come out of it, and then something spirals down, and it's his ring, and it lands next to Faust. Too. I love yeah. the guy. Faust. Faust says, you you knew it was me? How? And and Ralph Dibney says, because Faust, I'm a detective. Faust, if you don't remember, was the guy from like way back that when Ralph was going through hell, that, that was the guy that was being tortured for trying to get different like souls and stuff mm-hmm. and sell them to like higher bidders. Yeah, he gave away his soul so much that basically no one cared, wanted yep. it anymore. Yeah, and I think I made fun of I made fun of him being named Faust because I'm like, what a fucking cliche name. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So this is this is one of the reasons why when we were like you don't know what matters we should talk yeah. about it yeah and so basically what happens here is that you know when whenever you're watching like a mystery show and they're like let me explain it's the what parlor I've room doing. scene yeah, yeah right so he's like you did a good job but you know here's how I knew he made the wicker uh, effigy of yeah. Of, yeah. of Sue come alive yeah and uh, he was hoping that would basically put Ralph on this quest yeah he's like you gave me just enough hope uh, to hang myself. Uh, and he says, you know, you must have been on the scene to get my wedding ring, which is the totem you could have used for possession. Because he because he controls people with fingers, so that's his thing. Yeah. And he's like, go, and so Faust is like scrambling right now. And he's like, you can't leave, you know, the spells of binding, you know, they weren't for my benefit, they were for you. And he says, okay, so you took me down this dark path. Um, you couldn't simply pop up in front of me. So you had this, this elaborate murder mystery with the Dr. Fate helmet, so you knew I would go on that quest to try to figure out what happened. And he even says, like, you set it up as, you. the first vision you showed me was that guy who put on the helmet and turned to water, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's a locked door murder mystery, like the most cliched thing of them all. Yeah. He says, "You, I knew you were lying to me about how Trench died, and therefore probably more. So then that's what, I guess, tipped him off originally. So he knew the helmet was lying, so he did what any good detective did, and the first thing he did when he found the murder weapon was he looked for fingerprints. Yep. Yeah, because uh, if, the, if the helmet was giving him the information that it was a closed door mystery, the helmet must be lying because like, like any detective knows, like yeah. so he's telling you this, it must be a lie. So he, he set himself up as a lie from the start. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looked for prints on the helmet. Yeah. Okay. 
So he's scrambling around looking for a weapon, to, Faust is, to fight uh, Ralph Dibney. And he pulls out this magic staff. He shoots at him. And what do we get? Ralph Dibney's elongated man stretches and socks him in the face. And you're like, oh, and he's like, what? You think I've been drinking booze? I haven't been drinking gin. I've been drinking <laughs> gin gold. Yeah, but I wish so, he did. <laughs> so he was, he, was, he was basically pretending to be uh, becoming an unhinged drunk this entire time to make Faust think he was winning. When in reality, yeah. he was just getting himself ready for this final confrontation. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so he puts the gun to Faust's head and he's like, and he's, Faust is begging, please don't shoot me. And he's like, this? This isn't a handgun. This is a wishing gun. Wishing gun. It's magic a souvenir from bullets? a magician gangster <laughs> that you load a bullet and you make a wish and fire. I know, I know, I know, I know. Daryl and Rotten Phil will hate this, but I like this. I don't, I don't hate it. Why? I, I like it because it makes like. Why would Ralph just have a gun? And like, and Ralph's mysteries are always wacky, and it's always shit. been like, tagged as evidence I'm, from the I, beginning. Just, just to be clear, guys, I'm okay <laughs> with fantastical stuff when it's in a setting that's fantastical. This yeah. is all magic stuff. I'm like, a magic gun could exist. I get, and, I get triggered when it's like completely out of nowhere, yeah. you know. And also, he, I don't think he necessarily believed that it was a magic wishing gun from the beginning because yeah. his wish was, "I wish I was with my dead wife." And then he put the gun in his mouth and started crying. Yeah, I, 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 agree, I agree with you, but uh, I just find it interesting because Ralph would not keep a, a, a regular gun from a regular crime. Yeah, it mm-hmm. makes sense that would be a, a magic weird mystery gun. It makes sense that would be from one of his goofy adventures because yep. he had goofy adventures in his time. Yeah, but they put a, they put a dark spin on it and revealed it was a goofy spin all along because uh, yeah. yeah. it was always. Magic gun along. Yeah, yeah. Like, that totally makes sense why he would keep a gun of someone else around. Like it yeah. would have to be something special. Mm-hmm. So Faust basically spills the beans here that he was working. If you remember in his his when they told uh, the hell story about him, he sold his soul to Neron, and Neron basically gave him an out, saying, "Hey, instead of taking your soul, give me another pure and strong soul at its moment of greatest despair." And I will take their soul instead of yours. So his his plan was to get Ralph Dibney to really just break emotionally and mentally, and then he would give his soul to Neron. Yeah. And then speaking of which, Neron shows up and he's like, uh, "I'm just taking Faust and going home. Uh, fuck off." But Faust's like, "No, you have to give me back my wife." Uh, yeah, he's yeah. like, "Faust belongs to me, and uh, you're not taking him." Yeah, I want my wife back. Yep. Neuron's just like you're fucking like a insignificant tr- trinket to me. I'm a demon. Like you're just a you're a guy. carnival rubber man. He calls yeah. Him. <laughs> he chops up. Neuron shoots off uh, Ralph Dibney's finger uh, when he pulls to get the gun out of his hand, and he's like, "This is, you know, you can't wish me away with this." All right. I believe this is yours. As he uh, takes Ralph's wedding ring off his cut off finger and flings it at Ralph. He Pierce says, again. our transaction is complete. In return for Faust, I give you back your ring. Yeah, and he shoots yeah. it through the ring. Ralph. <laughs> and, 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 this, and this is why I love uh, Ralph in the scene, because he makes it seem like he's just so dead. Because we're, we're crossing over all the details, because, you know, for time. Mm-hmm. But Ralph, Ralph makes it seem like he's desperate for, he's, he's desperately pleading with this guy for um, his, his wife. wife back. But in reality, he, it was all set up. All of it was set up. Because he keeps saying, like, I, I, you know, he... He talks from such a position of strength, you must think he has a way to defeat Neron. Yeah. But he just, he gets shot here, and he, as he's laying on the ground, and he, he says, it's not over yet, you bastard. I got you. And then they're like, what? And he's like, Neron's like, let's just get out of here. And, and then he's like, oh my god, he put a spell of binding in here, and the only way to get rid of it is to have the person who put the spell remove it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Neron and Faust are trapped in this tower forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll make you suffer for this, Faust. And, and Faust, you hear last panel is Faust is screaming as the tower fades into the distance. Yep. Yeah. And Ralph dies with a smile on his face. And yeah, and the issue ends with a cut of Sue's tombstone that Fire is visiting. And she's trying to leave a message for Ralph, but on top of the gravestone, uh, she finds Ralph's wedding ring and starts to yeah. cry. And she says, Oh, Ralph. Yep. Yeah, a, yep. I, I, I enjoyed that end for him. 
I had to yeah. read it twice because I was like, I was really trying to make sure I got all the things because I wish they had put in there that the spell binding could only be yeah <laughs> cut <laughs> shut down by Ralph. Like that would have been a cool thing to see in the beginning rather than you just put it on because I naturally assumed you know another magician could be like gobbledygook and then the spell binding goes off. See, I feel like that would have been a little too yeah. I think it makes obvious. sense enough. It makes it makes sense. It makes sense enough because they're the magic they're doing here is all this like the, the like demon devil magic and usually those are like. A agreements like i you know i give it uh, this to you and you have to give me something in return or here it's like i give permission for people to leave or whatever and also uh, ralph like connect himself to all these like ancient like powerful artifacts like uh if there is a way to spell this effect i assumed it would take a lot to counteract something that came from atlantis from like uh, all this all these all the dimensions stuff like if you want yeah. to counteract it's not just be like I, uh, dr strange comes zap it's done yeah. But the thing is, that, like, I don't know how strong Neron is in the this DC universe type of deal, where it's like, is it someone that can rewrite the universe? I don't know. But I think, but like, the the, the, the fact they spent so much on the journey made me confident, like, reading it that this is going to be a powerful effect. Yeah, and Neron and, doesn't and, come out of anywhere because he was he was previously mentioned as like the guy who like we knew about his stuff with the souls and Faust and everything earlier. Yeah. And just the reason why I love this end for Ralph so much is because like. At the even though he's been like this magician character, like for this whole like for this whole arc, at the end he was still like a detective who got to expose. You're still a stretchy detective. You're yeah, still still, <laughs> still stretchy detective. And the fact that he's killed by his own wedding ring as his final sacrifice to like shut out these evil demons that were trying to like, you know, steal souls from like little girls and stuff. Like it's just to me, it's just like a really, it's just it's it just really really works for me. Mm. I like the twist of it being Faust at the end because it's one of those like cool things where like like when we first got the Faust exhibition, I was like, this is like this is bizarrely pointless to waste your time doing this, and I was wrong because Faust was a main character in this story. But that's also why I defend all the seemingly random stuff. Yeah, because it's impossible to see if you make if you if you see like one or two things and they have to be important. Yeah, then uh, mm-hmm. it makes it obvious what it is. But because there's so much going on in, in week two uh, of our coverage. You could, it's easy to overlook Phallus specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, like how, like, um, adamant he gets about, like, wanting to get Neron at the end. Where I was like, Does, did Neron have something to do with his wife? Because That was, was my like, question. I put up with this facade for weeks. I've been through hell and back to get to you. And I was like, to for Neron or for Faust? He was I viewed it as fa- I viewed it for Faust for fucking with his wife's shit. I, I, yeah. Like, like, if someone was trying to use my, my grief... To, to for his own ends, yeah, I'll be it, like. It's a bit weird because it's Faust is the problem because he was the one doing this. It wasn't like Neron set, or I assume Neron didn't set Faust up to it. Well, the punishment that he has here is it's Neron torturing Tortury. Faust for eternity. Mm. Okay. So, like that's that's to me how I always took the punishment is it's Neron stuck there. That's just that's an extra bonus. Yeah, benefit an extra bonus to evil. torture Faust. For but yeah, really, to he just wants. He, okay. Yeah, he wants to tell Faust to fuck off. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that ends Ralph's story. Poor Ralph. I did. I did feel bad that Ralph's like story is essentially like the ending he wants is for him to die. <laughs> Ralph. Ralph won in the end. That's why I don't think he's yeah. a bummer. Um, yes. It's it's like it's bittersweet in a way yeah. for him, and like he was gonna kill himself at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And now, well, he'd like, uh, he... it was a wishing gun. We don't know what would have happened there. <laughs> I think yeah. it was pretty clear. He said, "I want to be with my wife and put a gun in his mouth." Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's it's very tragic. But I think it is a, a fitting and mm-hmm. a powerful ending. So now, week forty three. 
Okay, so it's Sobek and Osiris, and they're going into the Rock of Eternity because they want to find a new family because Black Adam's cursed. Yeah, there's a meeting with Shaz- the Shazam family. Yeah, and they're going down the stairs, and Sobek's like, oh, it's dark down there. Yikes, <laughs> Coop. <laughs> yeah. And then they find the uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Freddie Freeman, and Mary Marvel. At the I guess they just stand there dramatically all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so I always wonder. Or they get summoned there when someone comes in, maybe. Uh, what, what, maybe. what I assume, because I know uh, Shazam, uh, Billy has to be there all the time to watch over the sins. I assume Mary and uh, Freddie are there to keep Billy company, so he's just going insane all the time. It just sounds like kind that's of boring. A, that's what I was kind of thinking, too, because it's like if he has to be stuck down here, you would want to visit him. Yeah, yeah. And, and like their family, I think they would want to be with Billy. Yeah. Just bring a TV or something. So Cyrus <laughs> is like, ever since I murdered a man, Kandak has suffered, the graveyards are filling up. And he's like, your powers that you share made you into a family. Mine have only poisoned ours. I beg you to get rid of my curse, to take away my powers. And then Osiris and Black Adam show up. And I mean, mean uh, oh, ISIS. ISIS yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and Black Adam's like, they were not a curse. They were a So I like the little things that just remind us he's still a kid. He's like, how did you find me? And she's like, you left the door open and just walked in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and he basically, uh, he yells at uh, Black Adam saying, Kandak's suffering because of you. It's all your fault. I am suffering because of you. And he punches Black yeah, Adam. Yeah, he punches him. And then as Black Adam goes to retaliate, just like uh, Billy, Captain Marvel just grabs him. And he's like, hey, don't break apart my home. Because I yeah. live here now. You'll unleash I'll the I'll banish scene. you. Yeah. yeah. I'll banish you to Ro- Rock of Finality. And Mary Marvel's like, Rock of Finality? What's that, Billy? And Billy's like, I'll show you when you're older. I like <laughs> to think he's making that up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Osiris is like, as Freddy goes to hold him down, he hits him, but his fists go back and hit his sister who is behind him. And yeah. that's what, like, gets him to stop. Uh, one thing I want to point out, he says, you're bleeding, I made you bleed. And then they forgot to make her bleed in the art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like they should have done that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought the same thing, but whatever. But Isis tells him, it's like, these powers have enabled us to do things that made a lot of people safe and happy. They're not a curse. Uh, something is in, has invaded Kendak, something like evil. We have to find a way to stop it. Don't turn your back on your family. And he hugs her. Yeah, yeah, and and Black Adam's like, I know it's hard to accept what happened. It's hard to live with what you've done, but you've more than taken responsibility for it. And it was, sh- and it was you who showed me how to do that. Yeah, you know, you who urged to mo- me to move on and make myself a better man. Now I'm asking you to do the same thing, my brother. And he's like, I'll try. Yep. And then Sobek looks at the camera and he goes, I can really go for some hummus and lamb right now. Yep. And I says, Oh, Sobek! Says, oh, Sobek! I'm <laughs> and she rolls her eyes, a laugh track, garbage please. character. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, we cut to <laughs> Animal Man. Animal Man. Last we saw him, he was dead in space with aliens bringing no him back to life. recap. <laughs> <laughs> and he's being reinserted into the continuum. And oh, he's like, put him back in the comic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's like, literally, exactly like it Yeah, yeah I was always, I'm like, yeah. this is getting very strange. And so he's Graham in space, Morrison. and they're like, you need to use your powers... And like to survive. They say like use your powers in the next minute, otherwise you're just gonna yeah, die. Yeah, so he starts yeah. To, like he can't breathe, blood starts coming out of his ears, and he's like, What what can I use the powers of and he uses the powers of sun eaters, which are these little like things. Jellyfish. They're not like, little, they're gi- giant jellyfish. Planet sized oh. jellyfish, basically. <laughs> okay. Do you guys remember when we did uh Final Night when Hal Jordan died? No. Oh. Well, <laughs> Uh, was that, that the one where he, oh, he fought Kyle the, Rayner and he the, blew up? The, when, when Parallax had to sacrifice himself to save Earth. Yeah. Yeah, that story. I, yeah, I, it was, he was saving it from a Sun Eater. That's uh, why it was called. Oh. Wow. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. I, no, that, that, I, I like that. I, I, I'm giving you, I'm giving Megan Morrison credit for bringing the back, that back. Yeah. He, he, he's used Sun Eaters before. 
Yep. They, they're exactly I, I, what it sounds like. They eat suns. <laughs> this, this is uh, so many comics. Because uh, com- comics, there's so many different writers and stuff happening all the time. Mm-hmm. So many comics that never get revisited ever again. I appreciated that such a cosmic level threat is a constant thing in DC. Yeah. That it's there that like Animal Man can tap into. Yeah, I yeah. like that touch. So then he's like, migration maps, homing abilities. Oh, yes. And so he's finding like his way home, which I'm like, how do Sun Eaters give you homing abilities? But okay. They home in on suns. <laughs> so then we cut to Lady Six's ships. She's dead. But then we have a pregnant lady that was. So the... this was Lady that like well, her like husband, like Captain Connor. Was a soldier. Trans- yeah. 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 Transformed and now into... she's pregnant. And then she gets aliened like crawling out of her belly alien the movie movie, basically (laughs) crawling out of her belly is lady sticks so you're like oh man she's still alive she just rebirthed herself uh spoilers she doesn't come back again yeah she's not (laughs) she shows up like in this is just lady sticks coming back uh i don't i can't imagine a more appropriate time for plug tonight if you're listening to this the morning it comes out tonight at seven o'clock i will be live streaming with malcolm about the film alien and Alien. but now spoilers now you know there's things come out of people yeah i've seen space balls i know okay <laughs> i've seen space balls but not alien. i can't believe you oh get away from her you bitch <laughs> anyway all right back to kondok yeah. yeah so we have sobek he's talking to osiris and he's like so big's like well, what are you doing your i thought you were meeting black adam and isis <laughs> They're gonna dig a river through town, and he's like, "I'm sorry, he's like, I'm not going." Yeah, he's uh, like, I'm "Adam gonna... may be able to live with what he did, but I can. As long as I have these powers, I need to be far away from anyone." And then he's like, "Why don't you get rid of by, by saying your name and returning to normal?" But then he's like, "Oh, but then you won't be able to walk." And he's like, "That's it. That's my penance. Maybe then Kandak will be free from death and disease and hunger." And he's like, "Say it, my friend." And he says, "Black Adam." And then he falls onto the ground. His legs don't work. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't hear anything anymore. You're right, Sobek. You're right, Sobek. Uh, perhaps my life will turn to normal now. Perhaps I will be happy again and all Kandak will be as well. Sobek. And Sobek's eyes are red. And then we get a splash page of Sobek biting into Osiris and murdering him. Just eating it's, him alive. Yeah. The rest of the issue is they all red. And he's trying to say the name again. He goes, blah, blah. And yeah. he's getting murdered. Yeah, he's just be trying to say it before he dies. But then... Uh, so Beck just rips into him, and then he says, I'm not so hungry anymore. Oh, my God. If, I, this, was the, this is the worst comic death I've ever read. It's the only <laughs> one I ever cared about. I swear to God. I read this, and I was upset. And I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't stop thinking about poor guy. I'm sorry. When you say worse, do you mean, like, you thought it was... It was bad? No, like, I'm saying it, it hurt me yeah, as a person to read this. It, was, it hurt it was to read. It so sad. It was upsetting to yeah. me, and I'm very sad reading it again. <laughs> this is one of the most shocking moments of the whole book. This is why, this is why I said, like, there's images searing to my head. Because when I picture this book, I, I picture, like, Renee carrying the dying uh, yeah. Charlie up the mountain. I picture mm-hmm. so bad, gripping into uh, Osiris. Yeah. Like, these, oh my me- God. these memories haunt my fucking dreams. God damn, <laughs> this was so brutal. The way he ate him, and then looking back, too, I went back and looked at some Sobek stuff, and he's always talking about how hungry he is as a joke. They're yeah. like, yeah. he's so hungry all the time, and he's like, oh, sorry, guys. It's, it's so weird that he was introduced in that filler issue that didn't matter at all, right, Daryl? <laughs> this, this is also why I defended all the humor up until this point, because... All, all this humorous parts in the first half lead to the darkest subplot in the yeah. entire story. Yeah. I think it was yeah. to offset that inevitability. Also, there's a lot of scenes, too, throughout this where Sobek has a pretty menacing glance in the back, but yep. you don't really notice if you're not looking for it. And now like looking... he's like, uh, it's like, whatever, he's just like looking around. or He looks that way because he's a crocodile. Yeah, like he, he I, I always view it as just art to sit, like, 
you know, a lot of our decisions are rushed, so he, like eventually he's going to look at crocodile on some so panels. I want to say something in defense of myself, which is I think <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. I think that can make the book more mm-hmm. fun that I, I thought agree. he was a filler character because then when I'm yelled at and I'm like, he's not, it's like then I start looking for stuff. I didn't see yeah. this coming at all. I assumed <laughs> yeah. Sobek would die, which would propel Osiris to do something. I did not see Os- uh, Sobek being the murderer. Especially because, yeah. like, I, I always have a soft spot for like pet type characters, and he's like, he's like pet basically. That, like, that's why I thought it was, br- I thought it was brilliant because you never saw it coming. Yeah. I don't think anyone yeah. who has read the story it's ever like saw it coming. This Faust and Booster Gold being supernova were three really good twists that I did not see coming that were very like cleverly explained to me. Where I'm not like, this is just dumb. It's like, oh. Because spoilers, Sobek is the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, yeah. the one that rides out before everyone else. Yes, he's, so that's he's why the he's hungry. Pestilent. He's pestilence and he's always hungry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is why I wanted to uh, to talk about like I, I just this is why there's little moments like when they show up at the black at the Black Adam wedding when there's like the talking tiger yep. and you're like that's so dumb why is this here? It establishes that the Marvel family has this talking animal sidekick. So then when you meet Sobek, right, you're like, right. I guess they have one too. It's just a crocodile because it's like a scarier version. And it's like little things like that. But one thing yeah. I want to point out, Keith Giffen, you know, who did all the breakdowns, mm-hmm. uh, thought Sobek was super stupid. And Ryan <laughs> in our Discord pointed this out to me that he did a sketch page really early when it was first introduced in Sobek's first issue as a joke where it's Osiris being like, catch me, Sobek, catch me. And Sobek sees Osiris like a cartoon turn into a turkey. <laughs> and then he makes a phone call. He's like, it happened again. And they're like, don't worry. Just just talk on the phone until that feeling goes away. And then Keith Given, when this happened, he was like, oh, I fucked up. I shouldn't have made that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, just got to fight. He's fat and I'm not pestilent. So yeah, let's say he's yeah. famine. Yeah. And, which makes sense why he's, he's so famished. And that's, that's why I kept getting mad at Daryl's like, smug attitude. Like, this is filler. This is dumb. <laughs> and I get mad because I feel the story plays on plays inverts. It uses campy elements to offset the audience, make them unprepared for twists like this. Mm-hmm. So Daryl assumed that it was just being campy for sake yeah. campy. I was like, you're not giving this book enough credit because it is clever. It no, was no, I, I think I think it's more fun to let me assume that it's like where you're like, this will never come up again. And then how this was a really good subversion. Sly can't control his emotions. Yes, anymore. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I really can't. You can't expect him That's to what I was that. saying. Like, this this works really well if I still thought that he was 100% dumb filler like Mad Scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Like. You, 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 were, you, were shitting, you were shitting on this book so much in the first half. I was positive you were just going to be like, it's dumb. Don't make such a comedic character be evil. Like, this is a dumb story. I, I hate it. Well, that's one of the things, too, that, like, this story, one of the reasons why it's one of my favorites is it's, we read, on this show, we don't get to read a lot of really long stories mm-hmm. often, so you don't get a lot of slow seedings, and this is why, like, the serialized long-form medium, like, of comics or TV, like, really work for me mm. a lot better than just, like, uh, why I li- why I gravitate more towards these kind of long-form stuff than, like, movies, because, like, that's why I haven't seen Alien, <laughs> but, like, because I really like the way it's, like, it's seeded, like, we so we even on our show where we're covering it in just four weeks weeks and weeks ago some of these plots were seeded and seeing them pay off now when we're way more invested than just a six issue arc mm-hmm. is like you can't do this as well in a shorter medium yes yeah yeah this, this like, is also this is why this is also why me and ryan are always saying our favorite thing is this character who killed himself in this issue and his <laughs> yeah. wife murder because comics you can do it in, in most other mediums if you never read if you never read comics in most other mediums Characters are foreshadowed a lot more early on because the story telling is 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 short. It's Here, a lot more finite, uh, and it's like a single writer usually. Yes, yeah. yes. So, but comics, they're able to 
tell a brilliant story, but it might seem goofy early on because they have issues and issues of spaces to fill, and a lot of and then they're willing to uh, they're, they're, a lot of writers want to do that inversion where you think it's goofy, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So week forty four starts with Black Adam and Isis. They're still trying to fix Kandak, and all of a sudden, Black Adam gets hit by lightning. I, I just want to say, he... I just want to say real quick. Sorry. Uh, I like sure. the coverage because the cover shows a, a blood splatter, kind of like a lightning bolt. But mm-hmm. Isis reflections in the blood splatter, uh, which I think is a really nice touch. And you can also makes... see like a little kind of like horseman shaped guy at the bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a good. Uh, what could it mean? <laughs> yeah. Because because well, it could mean uh, just Osiris finding out about Isis, uh, Isis finding about Osiris's death. Yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah. So, so Black Adam gets hit by lightning, and he says, "I feel stronger. The powers of Osiris has returned to me. Yep. Something's wrong." And they run to oh, him. And they... Oh no! Sorry to slow down every couple pages, but I just want to point out I love this because it's it's such an ominous way to deliver that that revelation. Yeah. Because he gets yes. struck by lightning, he falls to the ground, and he says, "What has returned to you? The powers of Osiris." So like. I think you you like we know what the audience knows, but like it's such an ominous way to deliver well, that. Well, then yeah. we get this extremely brutal next page of it's Osiris's dead body and his ribs are popped open like someone has been feasting inside of his body. Yeah, he was and eaten. He, a lot yeah, of. yeah, and he and he's like all shriveled and decayed, missing an eye. Yeah, and, and Isis, Isis says, "Do something, Adam," and all Adam can do is put his cape over the corpse. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, what happened? And this is when Sobek... Is Why like, did he Osiris. change? Why did he yeah. change back? Yeah. Why did he change back? And, and Sobek reveals himself that he's like, he was a fool. He believed his powers were the cause of Kandak's misery. You know, uh, for all he tried to do to sweeten his soul, his flesh tasted like rotten chicken. Yeah. He was too stringy. He still stuck between my teeth. And he was just like, I'm so hungry. I was so Basically hungry. Say, like, how could you, can, how did, yeah. First he say, how could you, Sobek? Like, you were his friend. Uh-huh. And he says, I was always awfully hungry. I'm always hungry, and only the flesh of a marvel can satisfy me. That's why they made me. I am not only Sobek, the crocodile man. I'm Yur the Unknown. I am famine. He's Yur the silent chef, always hungry. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> and he, so, they're like, but we saved you, you know? And he's like, I said I'd been left there after Dr. Savannah disappeared, but I only got there right before you arrived. Mm-hmm. And you're also desperate to help the poor and unfortunate. I figured I would just play that up, and you would take care of me. Yep. And, you know, basically he, you know, like we said, he was one of the horsemen. He was sent by the, the science island. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Intergang offered you everything they could for safe passage through Kandak. You said no, and now you're a threat to Intergang's ever-growing religion of crime. That's why we were brought here. And all of the horsemen show up. And they basically, they just have like a huge fight for a little while. Yeah, but uh, as they're fighting, Sobek says, let me tell you I ate Os- Osiris. How his organs popped into my mouth like yeah. fresh grapes. Like they're they're mocking them. Like we killed your friends. Yeah. Now you can't well, stop us. Then Black Adam, he's about to eat Black Adam, and Black Adam holds his his hands open, and he's like, his "These are not men." Open Isis. with his hands, and he's like, no, "These are I not say? men." Hands Isis Sobek said himself, <laughs> yeah. "They are monsters, and they will be treated as such." And then he rips open his mouth. Yeah, it's pretty great because I, I I you forget how strong Black Adam is, and then you're like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what I love about this this story this this scene because Black Adam yeah. quickly turns the table like you thought you're now you're gonna like you're gonna fuck me over like now I'm gonna just kill you all for what you yeah did. and uh, this, this is such like a good like rah rah like you want Black Adam to win even though it's like he's like anti hero you know he's murdered yeah. men before you're like man I just hope he like messes these guys up and gets revenge for Osiris Pestilence yeah. has such a cool design <laughs> yeah. 
He's he's, just, he's like a, he's like a cyclops with tubes hanging out over him and, and like a he's got like a disease gun. He's he's literally made of viruses and bacteria. And nature <laughs> nature is like telling ISIS like this is unholy. And and, and yeah. ISIS is like how can man like create like creation like purposely just wants to uh, eradicate like all living things on this mm-hmm. planet. Yeah, and they they're just like it's it's a I don't want to sell it short. The fight is great. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like it's mostly just them being like fuck you guys. Yeah, and, and but it's what's cool about it is like they represent their theme a lot. Like war is just a million guns basically. Yeah, it's yeah. very like destructive. The, you know, yeah, yeah so men they, fighting. They, they subbed the horsemen really well, and that's why it makes it cooler when Black Adam is just like whatever. Now, now you're dead. Like all of you, like one yeah. by one, he keeps just shredding through them. But but then pestilence blasts. Isis and she like falls on the ground and she's, she's covered in sores, disease. yeah, boils yeah. and stuff. And he's just like Black Adam's just fighting war while this is going on, while Death like puts his scythe to Isis's neck. And but then Black Adam like rips off a gun off of War and then just starts shooting the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. And they're like yelling at him about like his original family in ancient Egypt that was like your wife and children died in a war you were not here to fight. They die again in a war you cannot win. Yeah. Your oldest son begged for his life. He was a coward. And Isis is now, like like you said, filled with disease. Black Adam's beating them, beating them. She uses her last bit of power to bring to bring forth lava and send death into the sky, send him away from my husband. And as he gets, like, burned and blasted away, Black Adam's holding her in his arms, and she's like, all we tried to do, my brother tried to do, I see it now, why your way, kept Kandak and its people safe. He's like, I yeah. believe in you, and she's like, I was wrong. Uh, it was never you that needed redemption. It was the rest of the world. The world of men that made such horrible creatures. The evil needs to die. I thought we could be above them, but for the pain they have put our family through, avenge us. And she dies as it starts to rain on Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And like... A lightning bolt hits her and turns her back to normal. Yep. Yeah, turns her back into Adrian. And he just... His sad face turns into an angry scowl. Yep. And I just... It's such a cool twist where she's like, no, I was wrong. Go fuck these guys up. Yeah. No, not just these guys. She's like, men are just like evil. the world is like, shit. What they the did world is us. evil. Yeah. And I also like that. It's like, cause the whole time it's, she's rubbing off on him where he's like, you know, I want to be nicer, not as like vengeful or mean or rude and stuff. And at the end, like he really rubbed off on her. She's like, you know what? Maybe kill like capital punishment rules. Well, yeah. I, I mean, she like literally spent her her service, her life in in pursuit of service of humanity, yep. and then humanity makes these machines that are like, let's just kill everyone. Yeah, they, yeah. Fun. yeah. they were kill, they were pl- putting plagues on their people for months just because they were yeah. trying to be humanitarians. Like mm-hmm. I didn't view as as her being blah 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 Black Hedda, but uh, like they were they were like she, like Black Adam was convinced by her, but she realized like she was wrong all along because they took their, their, their human compassion and just fucked over their people and their family completely. In yeah. a world where intergang exists, the world should die. <laughs> yeah, intergang should die. So that's why I was like, I'm I'm ready for Black Adam to kill everyone. In but that's the thing, Black Adam does not make the distinction between intergang and the world here. Well, we'll see yeah. that soon. But before that, we cut to Nanda Parbat, where the flower that Isis left, Renee, crumbles and turns to dust, and Renee says she's dead. Isis is dead. Whatever happened, it can't be good. Uh, Adam and Osiris, what will they do now? How will they cope? And Tot and Richard Dragon are like, go find out. You know, that's the question. Go find out. Here, we gave you all the we gave you the question suit and special shampoo and like put your mask on. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not going to be him. I'm not going to be him. I'm not him. And they're like, 
yeah, we know, we know, but you should be the way you want to be. And you know what? Sometimes a mask can help. Sometimes a mask can answer questions about yourself that you can't answer on your own. And he's like, so why don't you go to Kondok and just see where it leads you? And it has her in Charlie's hat with one tear going down her eyes. But she does not put the mask on. Yes, she's like, okay. This is also, speaking of my favorite things that I've seen in comics, uh, this is one of the coolest taking of the mantle type things I've enjoyed uh, seeing. Like, Mm -hmm. where you're like, this person's now the new whatever title. Yeah. Where, like, this felt so natural throughout the course of the story for her to take on this role. Hey, hey, it's my favorite thing. Tell me more about how good Legacy Heroes are. I feel like like a couple of, like um, issues ago, like 20 issues ago, you could kind of tell. Like as soon as it says that like, Charlie's sick, it's like you can tell she's going to become the next question. But it's never about like, you know, will she or won't she? It's, it's watching how she transforms yep. yeah. into the question that's really cool. And it's the thing with Legacies is, is how do they honor that? How do they honor the person without just replacing them? Yeah. But like, there's always the like, oh well, there's this Flash and this Flash or this Green Lantern and this Green Lantern. This Robin and, and this Robin. Yeah, and it's more about the stories that lead to them. But you don't get that by a Wikipedia page. You know, like you might see like, oh, there's a couple, there's two different questions. Isn't that confusing? But when yeah. you read it here, you're like, I understand why this is the way it is. Well, they also didn't do like I, I assume like a question war where all the questions fight <laughs> each other. Like that kind of stuff cheapens it for me. I, well, I feel like. you'll, you well, haven't that, read that story, Bill. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> the problem with that is not because of legacy characters. The problem is that because uh, DC always hated their legacy characters. They always admired Marvel because Marvel has one Captain America, yeah. one Iron Man, one this. So they always and want even to... when other people take up, it's always temporary. Yes. Yeah, yep. So they always because whenever there's a Green Lantern movie coming out, people always fight. Which Green Lantern should it be? Should it be Hal Jordan, the iconic one? Should it be the black John one? John Stewart for Guy diversity Gardner, sake. Kyle Rayner. Yes. <laughs> so there's always an argument, and like there 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 are like uh, petty wars behind the scenes it like, divides oh, the fan base so yes. i understand wanting to have the more yeah. you know like iconic version but the problem isn't so much with the legacies it's when the companies revive the old people and don't have a place for the other people and they just kind of float away yeah, yeah that's why flash war happens because they wanted the original silver the iconic barry from the silver age but wally was the flash for the entire 90s and people bonded with wally and now they they, uh, they have these two flashes and they're gonna go at it yeah i yeah. you know Thinking about that, I'm like, I actually do think I prefer the legacy heroes and the passing of the mantle rather yeah, than keeping everyone alive agree. or having one person be it forever. Like, I really like like how we get so many different, like, uh, Blue Beetles or all these different flashes mm-hmm. or the fact that it's like, I like Renee, so her becoming the question's a cool Th- That's why everyone thing. likes to mark the 90s, but 90s DC is, like, one of the best eras because that happened all yeah. the time. Hmm. I agree. Like, we, we read all the Parallax stuff, and, like, that was very fun and interesting to see, like, this totally new thing that you wouldn't get. Like, even if Iron Man became a villain, it wouldn't be for ten years, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so 45. Okay, so it opens with the funeral for Isis and Osiris. And it's pouring the whole time. Yeah, the, the Marvel Shazam family is helping bring the casket. Billy tries to come for Black Adam, but uh, Black Adam just shoves his hand off, and they, they, the, the Marvel family flies off. I forgot to say, we watched Shazam the other day, and Chrissy came up with the name Shazam Lee for the Shazam family. <laughs> and I wish I wish they were called that. They should. The, 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 the thing about the, the reason why they aren't yet is because it was like a re, like like 
like was it three years ago, five years ago, they decided to make them the Shazam family. Yeah, this is when he's yeah. still Captain Marvel, right? The yeah, Marvel so like family. Uh, yeah, and they, they haven't shown up enough to really clarify what everyone's called. So like, yeah, Mary Marvel doesn't have a name in the new continuity or anything. Yeah, mm. so like, yeah. They, they still have to iron all that shit out, but they should be called Shazam Family. I agree with you. Shazamly is great. Shazamly. Shazamly. And then what would it be? Black Adamly on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like it. it Renee goes to see Black Adam, yes. and he's, it's him looking outside, looking at the rain. And he says, It started raining the day she died, and it's not stopped since. The people say these are her tears. They say the queen weeps not for herself, nor her brother, nor even for me, but rather for Kandak and her people. She weeps because she can no longer walk among them. Then he notes, uh, Sage is not with you, and yeah. Renee says he died. And Isis and Isis and Black Adam says Isis no log and yeah, asks Renee, "What? Wh- why? Why are you here?" And uh, she says, "Like I know, like what you're going through. I know the guilt and self-loathing. I know being being the one who survives. I know the rage that not having people friends what happened. Mm-hmm. I know how the shame of the failure." And Black Adam is just, just, uh, this is I love the scene because this is a typical like I know how it feels like to be the pain. And mm-hmm. Black Adam's just like, "Fuck you!" He grabs her face and says, "You have always presumed too much. Now you presume a friendship." That does not exist. And yeah. Renee says, Isis was my friend. And Black Adam says, and it's in her memory that you're allowed to leave your life. I do not require your help. I do not want your pity. Look to your own affairs and leave me to attend to mine. Mm-hmm. I love this because it's so cliche that a, a pep talk makes you feel better. But like, Black well, Adam would not be cheered <laughs> Black Adam would not be cheered up by pep yeah, talk. Yeah, Black Adam like, wouldn't. Like, I like Renee trying, but Black Adam's just like, he's too stubborn. He's too like... He, he still doesn't show a lot of his emotions. He's just like, like he doesn't have time for like this, this commiserating. He only has time for revenge. Yeah. And now the funeral's over. He tells her the last of the four horsemen went to Bialya and were given aid and comfort by the government. So, and the government's bought by Intergang. Like they tried to buy their way into Kandak, hmm. but Intergang has other targets, don't they? Isn't it time you went home, Renee? You know, because he, he flies off. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, the covenant he's talking about uh, is on the line with Mr. Mannheim. Yeah, and they're oh like, you the say leader of the crime religion. <laughs> and he's like, you say you protect us while, while we shelter death. And yeah, man, death, literally, like, death is in the background. Yeah. He's like this giant goat-headed uh, demon with a scythe. Yeah. Yeah, and then the man is like, uh, tough shit, uh, black guy's gonna eat you, eat your life, fuck off. And he turns off the <laughs> yeah, nice Black guy flies in and just fucking just uh, yeah, flies so in. Yeah, Intergang, so Intergang set up Bialya as like a scapegoat, where they're yeah. like, instead of them finding our super secret science island, let's just say that this country did it. Yeah, and so uh, the leader of uh, that country is like the four horsemen did not come from behind. I beg of you mercy. And like Adam says, this is mercy. It'll be quick. And he just fucking throws it to the ceiling and explodes his fucking head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he just goes on the rampage. And de- uh, death is just killing guys too because it's death. Yeah. And the, the army is like trying to fight him, but obviously uh, doesn't do well against Black Adam. And then <laughs> yeah. the like the the U.S. government is like something's fucking happening in Bialya. There's like a massacre happening. They can tell through like listening posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they go to uh, the information gets to. Checkmate and Alan Scott, the original Green Lantern, had a checkmate, and he's just like, "We have to like handle this now." Like Black Adam's our responsibility. Uh, coincidentally, at the same time, Adam Smasher has, has the same sentiments, and then he's just like, "Fuck you, Suicide Squad. I'm going to go to Black Adam. He's my friend. Like, fuck you uh, in your shit." And yep. he leaves. Uh, and meanwhile, Black Adam is when we when I say he doesn't discriminate between Instagram and else, he's massacring civilians. Like he he is, wasn't at he, first. <laughs> he was he's crying over this flower, and then the civilians are throwing bricks and bottles at him because they're like, "Get out of our fucking country and stop yeah. destroying shit." And then he's like, "All right." He sees the image of ISIS and Osiris's mind saying, "Avenge us." And Black Adam says, "You took him away again." 
took them all away, and he just started flex cars, killing, starts killing civilians. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't show yeah. it. It just shows like a panel of like broken glass, or like the panel breaks itself as he goes around, so it's just murdering thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. And meanwhile, China, the Chinese superheroes are like, um, we were part of the Chinese super experiment thing. Like, we're fucked. And, yeah. uh, and, and uh, the, the arm- armored guy who's in charge is like, oh, we should fight against Black Adam. And the rest of the superheroes are like, no, we deserve this. Like, we fucked this shit up. Like, well, one thing that's important is the, like, mental guy. I don't remember what his name, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, the he Buddhist says, guy. Yeah, he starts asking, well, we must ask ourselves, how much did Beijing know about this attempt to assassinate him? Mm-hmm. You know, this conflict's been engineered by forces seeking to destabilize the global balance of power. So, like, oh, his name's Thundermind. Mm-hmm. And th- he's just, like, asking, like, you know, if they wanted, if they didn't want Black Adam to die but wanted to shift the blame somewhere else, wouldn't that benefit China in the geopolitical scale? Yeah, and most of them are like, yeah. no, like, your duty is to secure the Chinese people, not to idle speculation. Yeah, because yeah. there's no proof that the the Chinese government knew anything about this, but the the guy who's, like, Thundermind is able to see in the senses of the reality. Yeah, no, but, like, they can, you could tell, like, they all know, like, why Black Adam is coming for them, but they're like, it doesn't matter why he's coming for, for us, like, we have to stop. Yeah, the general's like, meditate upon his weaknesses, dedicate your thoughts to his destruction, and there will be yeah. time for reflection when this is done. I also, I like that they show that the Chinese guys aren't just, like, all one hive mind. They're all like, oh, yeah, yeah we obviously have to do this. There's some guys being like, we need to think about how this came about. What does Beijing know? Yeah. And so yeah. this is one of the best Black Adam scenes ever. Uh, he's, like, black, he's killing everyone, saying, death, where are you? And death shows up saying, you fool. With every murder, every death of every man shot, I've grown stronger. You have fed me. Uh, thank you. You, uh, you didn't understand this whole entire time. And Black Adam's like, no. You understand death. I am death now. Like yeah, you are death no longer. <laughs> yeah. I am. He grabs death and yells Shazam, calling yeah. down the power, which blasts death. And uh, you are going to tell me who, who who sent you. And then on my death, I'm going to spend the rest of your night slowly ending your life. As he's like crushing his skull with his fingers. <laughs> and uh, this is why, like, uh, the idea of like, oh, what if Superman was bad? Never mm. appeals to like most comic fans. Because there's plenty of like dark Superman <laughs> yeah. in comic books. Like, yeah. I, it's more of a, if you don't read comics, you if you read comics, you've seen enough of Man of Steel's and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. So, uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that non-comic fans were the most excited for movies like that. Right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we, we we have Black Adam if we want that. Yeah, yeah. And then it ends with Oolong Island, the science island, and they're watching the news about how Bialya was massacred. Literally, like, two million people, I think, he killed. Yeah, I was like, wow, that is a lot of people he was flying around killing. Yeah, yeah. and the the, the uh, lady scientist, I'm sorry for calling her lady Veronica Kale. Veronica Kale, I forget your name. I forget everyone's name, it's not me being sexy. Forgot. To be fair, <laughs> she is the only lady scientist, so uh, yes. that's not yeah. terrible. Yeah, so uh, she, uh, and, and she's the only sensible one, she's like, she's coming to kill us, like, we're fucked. And Dr. Savannah is like, no, we're gonna, we got this, guys, like, we're gonna Yeah, it's like, this shit is up. great. Dr. Savannah's been planning this the whole time because he's yeah. like, oh, I've been waiting for this for a long time. The Black Marvel himself at my mercy. So what do we say? Stations, gentlemen, bring them on. So he has been... So the big master plot that Intergang had would be to blame Bialya, but Savannah knew that he would figure it out. So he has been, like, getting these scientists ready to just fight Black Adam. And yeah. an important thing, too, that, like, I had forgot about, but is important for this, is that Dr. Savannah is a Captain Marvel, yeah. like, Shazam enemy yeah. he's a mad scientist yeah. that's fought shazam so he would have the bit most expertise in fighting yes shazams yeah and you always wanted to have like the, the marvel power kind of shit so yeah uh, 
All right, so we're on Oolong Island. They're preparing the defenses. Uh, I love that they say that they have a force field that can withstand a direct asteroid strike that would extinct the planet. But, of course, Black Adam just smashes through it. I mean, we have seen Black Adam's pretty strong. Yeah. He's pretty fucking strong, and it's like not. Uh, and now he has he has all, he has everyone's powers now. He, he was spinning his powers before with ISIS and yeah. Osiris. Yeah. Now he's fully powered, ready to kill. And here, Doctor Morrow is this entire issue. He's trying to bet on eBay for the Red Tornado Android head. Yeah, it's like all he cares yeah. about is getting Red Tornado back. Listen, like, I get please, it. Please I help us. Please help us. Tomorrow he's like, no, I gotta get yeah, Red Tornado. Yeah, it's like, can you believe this so-called artist has incorporated Red Tornado into his sculpture? Uh, last week, last week I guessed it on Stranger Still, and I made them stop recording in the middle so I could bid on eBay, so I get it. <laughs> and uh, Gail, her name is, right? Gail? Kale. 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 So, so the whole issue, Kale, is just like... I hope he kills us. Like, we deserve to die. Like, please. Yeah, yeah, we let demons take over the world, basically. So, it's a lot of fighting. Like, all the different robots it's, it's, they've created. Not, it's, it's, it's not, not really fighting, but Black Adam getting to their perimeters and different robots. Yeah. Put it and, like, little people show up and he's like, well, uh, they're like, uh, Dr. Savannah's like, he has the powers of seven gods. And some guy's like, well, I'm an atheist and I have the powers of ultra science at my disposal. <laughs> the greatest killer android the world has ever seen. And then he whispers... He'll save us. And Black Adam just completely destroys it. You got people being like, Baron Bug will save us. Where are my insectrons? And they like... He's just, fighting they robotic ants like underwater like, and robotic crabs destroying all of them. Yeah. And, it's just... It's really and, fun. And Kale goes to... Um, will Doctor Magnus. Will Magnus. And Will Magnus is... He's also preoccupied with his Plutonium Man. And uh, she says, uh, I, I used you, Will. I used everyone. Do you hate me? Oh, she sleeps with them. She sleeps yeah. with them first because yeah, she, she's yeah. like, all this death and despair turns me on. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah and, it's, and she's like, when I was a little girl, I wanted to change the world, but human history is at its end and none of this will be remembered. So I just want to have a little fun before we all die. Hmm. Yeah. So she uh, just has a gun. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they're fighting. They're He's up to the blast doors and they're like, how's he going to get... He, we can hold, and then she actually goes and opens the door for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, she's she's walking towards him, saying, "I made the things that killed your your fa- your family, you arrogant alpha prick. It was me." But Black Adam just runs past her because he just assumes this vulnerable woman couldn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. 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 Well, it doesn't say anything. It's just it's just him yeah. running past her. It's like she's not worthy of his time. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't even notice that she exists. She, she she's like yeah. basically like she's like mumbling under her breath, hoping he would uh, kill her, but he doesn't care. And yeah. she's like forced yeah. to just keep walking past him. So he charges in, and all the scientists have their like crazy laser guns. Uh, yeah. One and... of the scientists is giving them the the pep oh, talk. I love this speech. Come on now, don't be scared, fellas. We've all been here before, let's face it. Some of you boys look like you've been bullied all your lives. And now, the ultimate big bad bully's right outside knocking on the door. Do we run? Do we hide? Or do we get even? This time, we have the weapons. We have the gang. And this time, it's our turn to wow. kick some ass. Revenge the nerds. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, is, yeah. This, this is what this whole thing very much is. Like, the friend, like yeah. Yeah, scientists are all, like, the nerds getting revenge on society, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so he punches through the door. They have all these lasers that she's shooting him with. Like, a suspension ray and a blinding gun. A null light lens that blinds him yeah they shoot him with all these guns and then tio morrow joins in for a second while he was bidding on ebay he's like he's like in the 26th century uh we can fold space time and i learned that when i was 15 (laughs) yeah and so so i'm gonna put an area the size of a football field right inside of your head for a second yeah and that's enough that basically turns to tie black adam's now fucked it's enough for him to stall Black Adam long enough for him to win his eBay bid. <laughs> yeah, but and the, and the, the, they just start like pouring acid on Black Adam's head, and, like <laughs> shackle his brain. They put like a neural crown on him that basically it's like a it's like to capture him. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, this poor yeah. guy. This poor guy. And then they're like, and Savannah is like, ah, oh, you shouldn't have come here. Bring him to my lab. Heat up the acid baths. I've been making plans for this very moment. And this whole time I was like, no, like, you can't lose here, right? Like, I thought he was just going to come through and rain destruction on them, but apparently not. I was I was almost upset. <laughs> like, this can't be. I was upset. <laughs> I was upset. I, I was upset, too, but I meant, like, I was like, this can't be, like, this can't make, this doesn't make sense. But it, it kind of mm. does, because these guys all do fight, like, superhero teams on their own. Yeah. And we've been watching them build gadgets for a year now. <laughs> they made the yeah. Horseman of the Apocalypse. <laughs> Which which Black yeah. Adam that was their crowning achievement and Black Adam shit on them. You it's know? just it's seeing my fa- like my favorite character like in the character arc like Black Adam from my favorite character run in oh I guess maybe the question is my favorite. anyway it's seeing Black Adam run in here and just lose to all these bad scientists it was like so upsetting <laughs> on, on the Horseman point that's why I, I like I like the way this is set up like not like. Personally, I wish Black Adam killed them all, mm-hmm. but like I like I like the way it goes back and forth because you, Black Adam can theoretically fuck them up. He's, he's he has the upper hand. Like he's turning to all his invent, invent, inventions. He just yep. happen to get the upper hand using a bit of weird technology, and then they fuck him over and just start shitting on him. Yep. Yeah, because he's yeah. still one guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and I guess if they can use this crazy technology, that yeah, I, I can buy it. And then he wins his Tiomaro wins his bid on eBay. He's excited because the secrets of the cosmos are locked inside the entrance head since it saw yes. 52 52 the end of the what was going on in the universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he says feel free to cackle hysterically gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we cut to Lex Luthor being arrested. Uh, uh, John Henry's irons are standing in his superhero uh, outfit just watching and he's like uh, as he's getting led away Clark Kent is watching and he's like guys come this way. And uh, they run after him into Lex Luthor. He, he leads them to a secret door in Lex Luthor's building. And Steel just smashes through it. And that's where Lex Luthor's actually been hiding uh, out. Clark Kent's like, come with me. He's be- that's not Lex Luthor. I'm going to guarantee you Lex Luthor's behind this door right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the Lex Luthor was every man again uh, that was being arrested. And uh, Natasha takes him out easily. And he yeah. says, and, he, and they're like, wow, you're trying to duck a rest like so far? And he's like, I don't know what you're, what you're talking about. Was my arraignment today? Clearly my lawyers are the fault of miscommunicating. Yeah. And uh, just as, a, as an aside, when Jeff John starts writing the Superman book that takes place right after this, it opens with Lex being acquitted of all crimes because his lawyers argue that it was the shapeshifter the whole time. <laughs> and he's been, and he's been uh, you know, trapped in that bunker for a year. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys... I hate this so much. I, <laughs> Why? I hate Superman. I hate that at the very end, Superman's like, oh, with no powers, let me go in and show you. Like, it makes no, sense he, he, because... No, 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 it makes sense because the area that's hidden is a lead-lined door. That means every time Superman has been in Lex Luthor's base, there's one part of the base he can't see. So if he yeah. knows any place like Luthor's known to hide, it'll yeah. be that place. Well, I'm, I'm saying like it makes sense that how like Superman is like he knows Lex the best because he's fought him the most and stuff. I just hate mm-hmm. that it's like at, you still need Clark Kent to be here at the end of the day. I just I think ah. that's I think no, that's because, a fair critique. No, because Steel, uh, no, like Steel, like fought Lex Luthor like this one time. Clark knows like Luthor. No, like, wait, he's not saying it doesn't make sense. Like I, I was like this makes sense, but yeah. I can see the point that. Like why this was John Henry other, it's, it's, Irons? This was his victory getting Lex. At the very end, it's like yeah. a twist. It's like you got every man instead. Here's let me show you where Lex is. And it's like get out of my story. Superman. No, but the, 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 but first because then and the thing is, every superhero can catch the clue for like Steel did. Only Clark can get him like he, he did here. Like yeah, no, like like that will undermine Lex's character. Lex will now be taken in like this. He has done maybe way, way he crazier. 
He has some way crazier schemes than this. Like he has a way out of every scenario. Like that, it that's just feels. It, it just feels. It like feels unsatisfying, but that is yeah. like super. Like you're complaining about like super the character. That's what he does all the time. Only Clark knows him well enough to catch him like this. Mm. I just felt like the other the other ending was just so much more meaningful than this. It's, it's a better. It's better. For, but that's the thing. Like it's always the difference between part being part of a shared universe because uh, Steel just did it being a good superhero and. Going after Lex, he does not know Lex Sufer personally. He has not fought Lex Sufer every day yeah. of his life. Like it, it will undermine, it will undermine Lex's character to be caught that easily. They also stopped Lex's plot. Clark just stopped him from getting away. Yeah, like he, it's I don't not think like he would win. I don't think he would undermine his location. Like Clark did nothing to his entire story. He just. But it, it was nice to have the fifty-two knot with these three yeah. assholes in yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Precisely. <laughs> this is the t- this is the tale, and this is and this is why I, I I disagree. I think it's cool that Clark had to learn a year without being Superman, and he had to find a way to be useful as Superman. And I think it's cool mm-hmm. that one thing he's able to contribute is his intelligence like Sufor. Something literally no one else has. No one else has fought Lex enough times. Steel Steel has done everything. Like Clark was useless to Titan's story, but what he does know, what he can contribute is his knowledge of Lex Sufor. Mm. That's an okay. interesting point. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it reading it, but I, I get the point on both sides. Yeah. I'm like, that's. Eh, I kind of liked it without Superman, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we go to Bialya, and the JSA mm-hmm. is looking through the rubble for survivors, and there is no one alive. He like Black Adam was very thorough somehow, <laughs> yes. uh, without lasers or anything. I'm like, how did he manage to make sure everyone was dead? <laughs> he can summon, he can summon lightning bolts to like eradicate people. He wasn't doing I, that a lot against the civilians. It seemed like though. I think it, it looked like he was just flying around. Yeah, just punching. But, I know, but, but like yeah, a Superman character can fucking eradicate people all he wants. He's got I laser think it's eyes. Also been. I, I think it's also been like a week or two. I assume most of the people that could leave l- went somewhere else. Yeah. Like they're looking through like rubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this, uh, the stinger sense. here is that Adam Smasher shows up and he's like, hey, let's go get Black Adam. Let's stop him. Yeah. Yeah. And I said this to Ryan because this is another reason why Joe's has in the story. Black Adam is Joe's other favorite DC character yeah. in DC. And this was when Black Adam was always on the fence. He would. Do bad things, and then he will like help heroes randomly. And he was like they said in Infinite Crisis, like Black Adam's on his own side. And like as Fetcher says, this entire story, like like Black Adam kills when he needs to. He's not just a mass murderer. You guys don't get him. So I said to Ryan, Adam's master is basically Joe the story. Like Black Adam's want to do this. You want to do this. Black Adam, you're still a good guy, right? You're still a good guy. And Black Adam's like, no, fuck you. I kill all those people. Like I am a bad guy now. Like fuck you. Yeah, and and Black Adam is not an antihero anymore. He is an unredeemable villain. He just killed millions of people. Yep. Yeah, I feel bad. I still feel bad for him though. Me the whole too. Because I'm like, I'm like, wh- who would not lose their mind in this yeah. situation? Yeah. And one thing, a lot of people criticize DC for being too black and white. That characters are either like mustache twirling villains or Superman level iconic heroes. Mm-hmm. And Black Adam does stand out as this anti-hero character. And now he is, he is a straight villain. Like he's sympathetic. But I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a villain like the rest of them because he's not like I'm doing it for evil. He he's, literally he's lost his mind. Kill and, unlike someone who might take a bat and smash their wall. But like, or could Superman go to Black Adam and team up with him now? No, no, no. 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 You, 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 the, the thing is to back up what Phil and my, uh, Phil and Daryl are saying. This story, I feel earned it because they they put yeah, Black I Adam. I totally agree. They put Black Adam to the break, 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 breaking point. Like yeah. like Phil said, he's not like like Doctor Savannah. He's like ah, you want to be evil? I want to take over the world. He was taken to the breaking point, and he broke. Like, I also agree yeah. that like he needs to be stopped from killing all these people, but if he kills all these mad scientists, I'm not going to shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm like, it's weird. Like I don't want him killing civilians, but like the, these people do deserve death. 
These yeah. Yeah. scientist assholes. They they all deserve the death penalty. They all deserve death. <laughs> they all do. I'm Black Adam. <laughs> That's why I was like, I, give, I feel your pain, man. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Week 47, right? Yep, week yep. 47. Yeah. So we cut back to Nanda Parbat. We're in the mountain. And it is Dick Grayson? Or no, uh, Tim Drake? That's Tim Drake, yeah. So Robin's here. And he's waiting. Bruce Wayne has locked himself in some cave. Yeah, because he's doing everyone's some other coming to Nanda Parbat to learn stuff. Well, well uh, these things just still be a big deal. Like, if there's a place where you can resurrect the dead and... Uh, well, like, what we've seen of Batman, like, in his little cameos here and there, he's been going to all these spiritual places to, like, I, I just demons. think it's funny that I, I haven't heard of this place until, like, this story. And then we have, like, three major characters all just coming here and hanging out. The only, the only one that's a major coincidence is Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense... It for... makes sense for Batman because he goes to Tibet and stuff. He goes every, Batman, went, Batman literally went to every mysterious place on DC. <laughs> Ralph went here for resurrection, uh, and so did Renee. They went there for specifically for resurrection purposes. Only one that's for what kind it's of... worth, uh, Batman told Wonder Woman, "Meet me there. This is a place oh, that yes. will make you have a spiritual journey." <laughs> yeah, Batman asked Wonder Woman to meet him, meet him up with. Yeah. yeah. Robin talks to Wonder Woman a bit, and he's like, "That Batman's going through this. It's an ordeal, a spiritual purification, or something like that." After he climbed the stairs, and then we cut back to Gotham City, and there's a crime Bible uh, apostles they're, they're doing sacrifices, are sacrificing this cops. guy. Yep, in Cain's name, Amen. <laughs> some internal political like struggles. Because they were supposed to kill Kate a while ago because of the prophecy, right? Kate Kane, Batwoman. Yeah. yeah, so some of them are like, the prophecy's stupid, and they're like, watch your yeah, fucking We know the book you... can't be wrong. The word is perfect in its cruelty and in its crime. <laughs> <laughs> I love The error must come from our interpretation of the prophecy, not the prophecy itself. And Mannheim's like, or the lack of faith. And the snake woman realizes, wait, stop fighting amongst yourselves. Like, Cain, like, Kathy Cain, the woman Cain, like, is her, the twice well, named daughter. They, yeah, they say the twice, well, they've always been focusing on the daughter of Cain, mm-hmm. but it's the twice named daughter of Cain, meaning she has two names. One, Bat- and Batwoman. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, who, they basically start saying, who in the city has the name of Cain, and would have the resources to become a bat person? Batwoman? Yeah. <gasps> yes, there's the secret. Oh my god, this is well, terrible. So we're back on Oolong Island. Yeah, Will Magnus He's has... making this horrible monster. It's the Plutonium. He, the Plutonium. The Plutonium man, man, right? Yeah. And he just keeps yelling, like, crush, raise, trample. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, the tiny, he made tiny versions of the, the Metal, metal man. man. And they're like, don't do it, don't do it, Doc. I name of Sanity, like... Because, like, Plutonium Man basically represents his insanity, because that's what yeah. he created. Yeah. Also, the whole time, you hear screams yeah. in the background, and Will Magnus is like, I can't stop listening to the horrible noises. Black Adam, why can't they just give him anesthetic? Yeah. And it's just like, he's just being tortured for weeks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. He's I a, want him to kill this world, he's by a the villain way. I wish Black it. Adam won and destroyed DC Universe. <laughs> like, just, no one here deserves his life. So, we mentioned before how this is an event, because there's no, like, there, it's not an event because there's no, like, tie-ins or anything. There is one tie-in miniseries, and it's just, who wants six issues of Black Adam just fucking shit up? Yeah, what? World War III. No, yeah. what? Really? Yeah. yeah it's I would only read that. Tie-in. It's a miniseries <laughs> of just the World War Three, like, uh, and that's it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy this comic. <laughs> people, fans, people were asking like, "Are you gonna do World War Three? And we we're like, "No." Phil and Daryl hate Titans all the time. Phil hate it. This, this is the one time I'm like, I really just want the villain to win. I want him to kill this world. I don't care. Superman is, can't stop him, so no one can. Yeah. He, he wanted, after all this time he spent with like Renee and Steel, you want that guy? It's him. like this world is irredeemable. It, it is shit. They like. Feels going uh, through his teenage, like, the angst nihilist phase, where it's like, you know, if I can't get an increase in allowance, no one should live. Uh, 
Uh, we cut to Animal uh, Man getting alien powers, and they're like, hey, uh, you're at the edge of Space B. You can teleport around. I don't think this stuff matters. I read this whole comic. It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> no, it's just to show how Animal Man gets home. He teleports home using the, some eater power. And he sees a man with her through space time, and he's like, no! Oh, like, I'm not in the Mark Millar book. I will not get cocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he sees a man with his wife, and he teleports to our tour. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, it's Natasha and Beast Boy are flying around, and it's basically about them establishing a new thing with John Henry Irons. It's like it's a new. And Beast team. Boy says, "Do you want to be on the Titans?" She says, "No, my uncle and I are going to do our own our own thing." Steel. And they're basically making a te- yeah, a new team called Steelworks. And uh, Henry, John Henry Irons hooks up with uh, the Doctor Lady Kala. The scientist yeah. kept giving information about his condition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Iris her, and she kisses him, and then he says, that's harassment, you know that? And she says, only if you don't like it, otherwise it's called romance. I'm like, ooh, that's a risky joke. (laughs) (laughs) Risky, but I like it. And then we have uh, Renee coming back and trying to go see Kate. She goes up to her penthouse, and it's been ransacked. The ceiling, there's I love the idea that there could be, like, a supervillain fight in a room, and no one in the building knows about this. (laughs) The the walls are smashed in, the windows blown out. Like, the neighbor doesn't even know. I think the implication is that this just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you would and, hear and, that. Yeah, maybe it's just it's just done for dramatic effect. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, and, and then Nightwing comes in and is like, "We've got to get her back to yep. And then Wonder Woman's seeing the uh, that Ramakrishna, all, Ramakrishna, and she's like, "What have I become?" And she's like, "You need you have to not be perfect. You know, your mortals fail. You fail. It's okay." When did mm-hmm. in all your perfection ever share the pains mortals feel in the day of their, their lives until now? Welcome to the world, Wonder Woman. Here is wisdom. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Robin's sitting outside of that cave that Batman's in, just waiting for him to come out. And finally he does. And there's a shadow. His shadow's the Batman. A shadow oh, of yeah. Bat the Bat. <laughs> yeah. It's the Jesus analogy of rolling the rock out of the way yeah. in the cave. He came out. And they're like, he should be dead in there, like Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So then week 48, we have Nightwing and Renee. Looking for Bruno Mannheim, and they're fighting in warehouses, a bunch of werewolves. I, I really people. like the way they they go through three days, and it's just a panel for each, and it's just where them smashing. Yeah, where is Mannheim? Yeah. And we get a lot of like you know the internal. Renee's using her stuff. intergang gun. Beep, beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never runs out of ammo. It's an intergang. Yeah, it's gun. a laser gun. Yeah. Beep, beep. yeah. And we see Kate getting captured and drugged and drugged up. Oh, yeah, they want to say they want to create a world of sin where every sin is indulged. And Renee yeah. says, there's a word for that. It's called hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> truly. It's a world of murder, rape, abuse, and extortion where every possible crime is venerated and praised. I'm like, this organization can't sustain itself. <laughs> If you're like, backstabbing's good, but don't backstab us. I, 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 view, I view it as an apocalyptic cult, and the fact they call it, they're creating hell on earth kind of... Yeah, and that. like, I don't think it would... Like, if the DC Universe was like, they win, and this is a sustainable world, okay, then I would raise that. But like, it's not like no, they're it's, in control. It's, it's just like weird to have disciples cult. for a cult that you would be murdered in immediately. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so, murdering's uh, good. You ever, you ever like a fool stories? Like, people are like, somebody kills all the time. In That's fiction. way different. That's like unknowable. No, but I... I, I I view this as a different, as a more comic-y flavor of a, of a death cult. But the death cults, like, they're worshipping some ancient deity. They're like, we want humans to just rape each other. There is religion. They just believe uh, Cain is like some uh, Christ figure. They don't, but that doesn't mean they that, want that, to. That's the thing. I think with me and Phil, it's just like this internal idea. No, they, they want everyone to rape each other. What are you trying to say? 
You're saying what that the, the, the Andrew Gang exists. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Gang wants to have married, married No, I'm saying. Are you saying in real life that there's a, a, a an, al- an analog for Andrew Gang? No, no, not in real life. Oh, oh. Uh, like, like I'm just saying the, the deaf cult concept, like. Yeah, yeah. There definitely uh, there are pretty yeah. death cults. I just think like... I would buy more into a religious cult if I saw them turn people into big werewolves and stuff. I'd be like, maybe this religion's real if yeah. you could do this. It's not about it being real or not. It's, it's about it's what the is values, desirable. Not the and, and I'm and I'm defending this story. I I, I think there's a. a, a a seed of interest here, but I think there should be more like they get religious power or something to to make it to make it more believable that they would sign up for it. I, I'm, I'm defending it more because you guys shown this book so many times that I'm defending it just out of spite now. So many times. <laughs> the thing, the thing for me, I just want to say. It, it would be more believable if they preyed on the meek and the weak rather than just, like, let's murder everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's a seed here, but I don't think they feel yeah. like or, or, conversely, you do the full death cult thing where they're like, we want to bring about the end of this world. Yeah, so that's why we're not killing each other right now. Because I'm like, why aren't they just killing each other if they believe in murder is so great? There's yeah. a comic about the question that happens out of the story. I never read it. There's a reason because I agree deep down that this isn't that interesting. It could have been <laughs> interesting, but these are the, 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 these, they could have done an interesting thing of it. But they, no, they I'm bi- just I'm gonna bury you with your crime bible, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Kate is about to be sacrificed. She's on like the sacrificial table, and we get like a lot of Bruno just being like, oh, "I'm really evil. The book is wrong. The book is never wrong." You know, they're in like Nightwing and and Renee are in these like the last place where they're fighting like these hell demons that like are blasting fire they find everywhere. this like digging device or something right the, no they have bom- they basically have these bombs they've been finding uh-huh. and we start to put together that oh. these bombs dig yeah. they're basically creating apocalypse the planet where there's yeah. fire pillars f- flying out of the center of the earth it, go- yeah, it goes up and down so it digs down <laughs> and destroys everything and then it just shoots, shoots into the fire sky. up <laughs> Yeah. And one of the important things that happens during this big fight is one of the werewolves, this guy Abbott, turns on the crime bible and says, I'm sick of prophecies. I think this whole thing's really stupid. I've been listening to Phil and Daryl, and I think they're right. <laughs> like, why am I no, in this? No, no, I've been listening no. to this podcast called Divisive Issues. It keeps saying this is dumb, <laughs> no, and I'm like, this is sly at the end being like, crime bible's not that great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he turns he turns back into a guy, and he's like helping lead them to, to Kate. Yeah. I also love throughout this whole thing, you have Renee uh, doing her noir monologue, like always talking about like what drove Charlie, like I, am, was I always looking for a fight? Am I always just angry? Mm-hmm. And the narration is actually her talking to Charlie. Yeah. Who am yeah. I, Charlie? Yeah, Who am I going right. to be? Yeah. And uh, Who am I going to be? Good question. As she puts the pace on her face and makes herself the question. Yeah, she's it. As as there's all the like the pillars of fire and the hellscape and the demon bat guy intergang people flying around. Yeah, it's like it's it's literally like like hell on on earth, and yep. they're gonna go rescue. They're gonna go stop the bombs. She's like, I'll take care of Mannheim. And Nightwing says, Would you really die for this? And she puts on the mask. The narration says, Good question. And she says, Wouldn't you? And her costume so is cool. basically the same as as Vic's. It's just like a like fedora hat. It's a blue long, instead of brown. Yeah, blue instead of brown trench coat, and like the no face with her her long curly hair behind it. And it's just like it's so cool. It's, great. it's such a good look. I, it's such a cool. So it's I I really like love this whole arc. I love that splash page of her finally becoming a question. I'm like, yeah, this is so great. And, but it's funny in like comparison of everything where I'm like. Renee, you can't, you can't do anything though. Like, she has <laughs> I know, literally, literally like, zero power. Why is Renee the one of the apocalyptic plot here? Like, it should be like 
<laughs> fucking another character. Yeah, well, yeah. she has intergang gun. Assuming, assumingly, though, why don't they have all intergang guns? Because, <laughs> like, she gets this super-powered weapon that they just had in a box, and uh, well, she... Well, I think that's because Renee a, was a cop, so she shot people all the time, but, but Nightwing is, 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 a goody, is a goody two-shoes. No, I'm gun. saying the intergang doesn't use... Oh, that's guns. a good point. They just uh, use regular some guns. Of them, some of them do, but I assume that if you're a big dog person, you probably can't use You wouldn't be using gun. an Uzi. Can't... Can't equip. Yeah, yeah. can't equip. You're, 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 you're a druid. You know you're a druid in, from, in uh, D&D and you can't equip weapons anymore? Yeah, That's when you're a dog. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. So she she goes into like the big church where Bruno is about to sacrifice Kate. She fights a bunch of snake people. And as she's fighting them, he Bruno yells, the word is perfect. My faith uh, question. And he stabs Batwoman in the chest yeah. with a knife. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 not again, not again. Yep. Hold on, Kate. She's hold shooting. on. And she wildly yeah she so she's shooting wildly she blows up like like a little bomb goes off by bruno i don't know if it's like a light or just something i think that's just her gun it blows stuff up oh okay so she shoots like an explosive gun yeah and, and then like, just bruno falls on the ground he's laying on the floor bleeding and she's like not this time this time it's different because renee's renee runs to kate's side and is gonna pull the knife out but she's like no don't take the knife out it'll make it worse and, and they have a nice moment where she's like where'd your face go and renee says you're looking at it she's got that charlie smarm yeah. yeah, and Bruno starts uh, choking Renee, throws her against the wall, mm-hmm. and that's when he pulls the gun on her, and he's like, let's see if you make a funny pile of dust. And Renee says, I wouldn't do that. He says, you wouldn't, why not? And you hear from behind her, she wasn't talking to you, Bruno. She was talking to me. And Kate pulled the knife out of her own chest and threw it into Bruno's back. Yeah. And then she collapses, and Renee's like, stay with me, stay with me. This time it's different. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Oolong Island, oh Island where they're this still torturing Black Adam. Yeah. And now, 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 not only are they torturing him, they're putting him on auction to the world. Yeah, yeah. so this was Chang Zhu's... This is why they didn't kill Black Adam. The inner gang wants to make lots and lots of money by <laughs> auctioning him off. Because they're like, he's yeah. the most dangerous weapon in the world. You've seen a demonstration of it. Who? How much am I bid, Eggfu says. Yeah. And this was uh, seated <laughs> by uh, Tio Morrow bidding on Red Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, uh, don't. <laughs> and thus ends week 48. So, so uh, the cover of, 40, of uh, 49 <laughs> is Will Magnus firing a gun in like a James Bond kind of style. It's, it's the reverse. It was it, This was seated back when Will Magnus, the <laughs> metal man, had the gun pointed at him. Now he has a gun and he's shooting metal men. <laughs> From the 50s, that was a seating of the gun. Yeah, yeah. shooting. Now he's shooting the metal man out of his. Finally, <laughs> it, took, yeah. it took years. Yeah, so, so, the, so the cover shows the metal man as bullets being fired by Will. Yeah. And so, the Justice Society with Adam's master are just like, hey, you can't have Black Adam, he's our friend. Uh, we'll take it by force if we have to. And China, the Chinese superiors are like, no, uh, this is our land, this is an act of war. Justice Society, get yeah, the, the Oolong Island is apparently Chinese. Yeah, yeah. I mean that—that's where Egg Fu. He—he he was the Chinese leader, so he would command the island. Island. Yeah. And Oolong is a Chinese tea. Yeah. Ooh. Oolong. And uh, I like—I like that they talk about because well, I didn't like—I—I uh, I didn't like when they talked to the Green Lanterns before, and they're like, "You're, you're American, basically. Get the fuck yeah. out of here." When Green Lanterns technically aren't American. Uh, and Justice Society is the same way. It's like we've, we've like protect the whole entire world, but they're like, dude, just Society of America, get the fuck out of here. Just it's in your America. name. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I, I like it because it's just more here than before. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like this struggle too, where they're like, the the Justice Society of America is like, we're just gonna come in here and get Black Adam. They're like, no, this is our land. You can't like you can't go in here and do this. Mm-hmm. 
I am the socialist Red Guardsman of the Great Ten of the Chinese People's like, Republic. This conflict made more sense than what was it? Space cowboy guy flying around. It's like <laughs> yeah. Terror Man. <laughs> yeah, Terror yeah. Man. Yeah. So, How dare you remember? I remember. His name. I remember. I'll never forget. I'll him. never forget <laughs> that you remembered. <laughs> so uh, Egg Fu goes to the Bull Magnus saying, "Oh, your play man is really building along," and he says, "Like, um, you know, like I'm, I'm not really that smart, like." I just got really lucky. I, I just had this weird theory, and it's trying to be true, that I'm not like, I'm like Tio Mara where I can come up with something and it becomes real. I just realized that um, basically every middle has its own personality. So Mercury acts like an, uh, Jerry, Jerry Lewis or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I'm, everyone sounds more like an alchemist than a real scientist. And, and everything I do is more like magic than science. So you, know, I'll, you, you took me on my meds, and it was kind of a bad idea for me to do that because it turns out uh, I can, I can, my middleman can be any size and including really tiny. And here they are, and he basically throws them at, <laughs> at, at fool. And they, start, they basically just shatter him into pieces. Yeah. Well, they don't shatter him yet. They just kind of just like yeah, they're fighting. They're they fucking they fuck his shit up. He shatters. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, meanwhile, um, the JSA is like standing off with. This is where we get them talking to each other about this. And we also see a lot of shots of Thundermind with glowing eyes tapping into the senses of the universe. Yeah, and every time we cut to him, all of a sudden when it cuts back, Alan Scott knows something he didn't know before. So, like, it cuts to Thundermind, and then Alan Scott's like, why? Are you really willing to start World War III over one man? Is it because you're covering something up? I bet it is. Chang Zhu's a member of the Great Ten. You're superhero (gasps) team, isn't he? That was a crazy shock to me, actually. Because I'm like, they fucked up by putting him in, (laughs) like, (laughs) a... Yeah, so, uh, well, Chinese have never picked somebody questionable for the <laughs> uh, So, um, uh, confront shoots uh, Mercury. Poor, poor Mercury. Mercury. And uh, he, uh, he, he, he says, like, this is okay. a particle wave pistol as he's holding a rifle. I'm like, come on. And, and he's like, don't load the shields. Like, you can't do that. And uh, Max is like, it's too late. I'm safely the defenses. This has to stop. The Justice Society will be here soon. And it'll be all over. But this control here... Operate Savannah's teleport link to his Omnibot currently in geosynchronous orbit above our heads. So he's basically like, hey, uh, Tio Morrow, I'm going to let you escape because you were a te- the best teacher I ever knew. And, and Tio Morrow says, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad guy. Like, I treat you like shit. Like, I, 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 I hand you over to this mad scientist. Yeah. I deserve your loyalty. And Will Magnus says, um, maybe not, but like I said, you're the best teacher I ever knew. I look over at the whole psychopathic villain thing. Yeah. And, Will Ma- and Tio Morrow's like, well, we all have our flaws. And yeah. he teleports away. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Savannah is, like, torturing, uh... Black Adam. Uh, Black Adam a bit. Before Black Adam's away. like, I'm gonna pull you apart and feed you to Billy's talking tiger. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, have fun with Justice Society. Bye, bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the defenses go... Uh, so, Will, uh, confronts, um... Uh, Egg Fu directly now that the, uh, metal men are gone. And he basically reveals, I actually have another man. It's lead, and I'm gonna shoot him at you like a bullet, and he breaks, uh... Egg food to pieces. Yeah. yeah. And then before taking out a gun, just shooting him some more. And he says, you shouldn't have taken away my meds. I told you I'd do crazy things without my meds. And yeah, now uh, you see the egg cracked and gooey everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, Mar- Will Mags is awesome. And at this point, Savannah's like, wait, I can't teleport away. I'm so fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every supervillain for themselves. Yeah, so uh, the Jesse show up and they're like, Will, what are you doing here? He's like, I surrender. Like... Don't, don't be the shadow of us. Just go get uh, go get these madmen and get Black Adam. Yep. Adam Smasher comes in and he's like, where's Black Adam? Tell me or I'll grind your bones to dust. And then he finds Black Adam and frees him. And this is where he's like, so you didn't like, you didn't do this. Like you, you didn't hurt all those people, right? 
And then he says, um, justice must be had. And he's like, what about just for all the people you killed? And he's like, just tell me it wasn't you. And then he's and the background just says, they wanted a war, Albert. I'm going to give to them. And he teleports away. Oh, or Black Adam lightning bolts away. Which is, away. One of yeah. the things I was wondering is, why wouldn't Black Adam go through and keep murdering these scientists that were in here? Because I think he has to go through the GSA. I think that's why he didn't want to do it. Yeah. The GSA yeah, were his former teammates. And I think probably didn't want I think they would just slow him down. Yeah, and he now knows that China has been like orchestrating this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Because he says the ones who orchestrated the murder of my family still breathe. Yep. And before it ends, we have the 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 rest of the uh, Infinity Inc. team, Lex Luthers, and they're like, "Hey, we can still be like Infinity Inc. We just need a chance to prove ourselves." And it shows a picture of Black Adam. Wait, oh, oh, oh. World War Three is him going after China and stuff? Yes, China yeah, was oh Black God. Adam. Is, is... I'm gonna I'm gonna go get this. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read it, so I don't know if it's any good. Yeah. Wow, really? It's not written by the same guys. But uh, still, yeah. I feel like you would mm. still at your favorite comic like series ever. You would read even like offshoots of it. Issue fifty opens up with my man Black Adam doing what I wanted him to. <laughs> He's just destroying everything. <laughs> and this doesn't cover World War Three. World War Three begins here. And one of the things I was wondering: how many World War Threes have there been in comics? At least two. I think there's been a third one. DC <laughs> has two major ones. One is a part of Grant Morrison's Justice League, and then, but I think that's more the name of the arc. This is the only one that's like actually like a military. World yeah, World War Three from Justice League is more like our world versus another. And world. even then, is it a world war if it's one man as the your? But it makes sense because like it's the Superman coming down to destroy us. Yeah. Like mm. it's the Superman versus everyone else. Yeah. Mm. So we see, uh, you know, the Marvel family getting. Blasted through the Great Pyramids of Giza. Billy's like, Billy's like, stop this. Let me help you. Tell me what you want. And Black Adam's just like, fuck you, and just fucking just punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And we, we, the throughout the issue, it cuts to different parts of the world. Um, he's in Australia here, and then he's in Rome. He's just like, it's a world tour of destruction, and like superhero teams are fighting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it really shows how powerful he is because yeah. there are a lot of superheroes who go after him, and they don't do the bullshit like uh, one at a time or Prometheus or whatever I'm thinking of. Yeah, where the, yeah one at a time. It's like they're all teaming up on him, but he's just really fucking strong. But they are they are uh, a handicap because most of the uh, now he's in China. And the Chinese government is like, America has to stay the fuck out. So like, it, this is, what, by the time we get to China, it's day six yeah, of right. the week. When they get to China, all the superiors are not out to help at all. So China's like, we got this. So far, fucking guy. Yeah, yeah we, we don't, like don't want to like, let in American We're going to let the, the Chinese superhero group prove that they can stop them. Like, they would do this kind of like show of uh, force. Yeah. Def- oh, definitely. We do get a quick cameo of Guy Gardner being like, this is fucking crazy. I know, but it's just <laughs> funny because America couldn't stop. Like, all the all the just Society of America and all these other people couldn't stop them. Like, the Greenlands couldn't stop them. And China's like, we got this. We'll prove it. Yeah. Right. Well, but, but, that's the, but the, the conflict there is the superheroes are like, we have to let the American superheroes come in here. We can't do this. Mm-hmm. And Alan Scott just has everyone lined up, uh, just waiting right outside the border. Mm-hmm. I love the fight with the the ten, the great ten, the great ten yeah. socialist red guardsmen. You are authorized to attack. And it's all these heli- these all these planes that are actually people. <laughs> you have all these like monks show up, and they're like, "You may have fought the JSA to a standstill, but you have never faced us before, Adam." And then it cuts back to them was waiting. That, the seven deadly brothers or whatever. Yeah, and then later they're just all dead, or or <laughs> or at least incapacitated. Arrows. No, are they say they say at least the Yeti is dead. They say. The, yeah. The oh yeah. Also, one of the heroes has like spirit bullets, and that seems to hurt him. Uh, but it's not enough. Probably because of magic. Because yeah. eventually, August General in Iron, on behalf of the People's Republic, he has to. The people allow international help, and then you get two big pages of like all the superheroes flying in to stop Black Adam. 
Yep. And they basically just pound him. They're just dropping buildings on him, exploding I'm like, as him. As strong as you are, you can't fight everyone. Yeah, so that's one thing I find. I, 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 I call this out when I read this in front of Joe and Ryan. Like, I, as strong as Black Adam is, I don't think he could beat everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he he's not gonna be. I, I, but he doesn't win. He doesn't. Longer. He doesn't lose because of lack of force or endurance. He yeah. loses because of trickery. Mm. Yeah, I I, th- I think as strong as Black Adam, I think they should have had a scene like the Mad Scientist, where eventually they overpower him. Yeah, you have this one scene of uh, John Henry Irons and Natasha working on a missile that will, he'll inhale nanites when the missile blows up, and they'll fuse Go to, to his, his brain. brain neurons and short circuit his motor functions. And Booster Gold just comes from like the future. He's like, "Oh, hold on, I need this missile anyway. It wasn't going to work. Bye." I, I, love this, I love this scene because it's like a cameo of all, all your favorites showing up for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like that this is like Booster's thing is he just comes through time, being like, "This isn't going to work. Bye." Then John Henry Irons is like. Grab your hammer. Like <laughs> Another piece that I really love is now the Infinity Ink kids show up. And uh, they're like, oh, more reinforcements. I can't believe you guys are here. I heard you were among the few from the Everyman Project to retain your power. The world's going to hell. You said you'd be the first one to run into battle with Infinity Ink at your side. And this is it, son. We could use. And they go, uh, I'm not. I'm not going in there against that. See ya. And they just run away. Yeah, I mean, Black Adam is, like, killing everyone. Yeah. So. But I like that, like, they set up, like, no, these guys aren't just these punk kids Luther was manipulating. Oh, I hated then, like, that so much because I was on their side for all their arguments against the JSA and Teen Titans and they show up here and they're like well, well, well we're cowards and then they I run. mean it is against Black Adam I think that's a missed opportunity I, I think it would be cool to have maybe like one guy or like yeah. two yeah. guys run away okay. and be like no way and then there's two more being like how can we help and they could have had because yeah. they could have had a spinoff that's true they could have had these characters. I think they, that's a missed opportunity I, I think they did they had an Infinity Ink book and I don't think it sold at all I think it got canceled <laughs> maybe this is spoilers for World War 3 but in this rampage, does Black Adam kill any superheroes, or was it just the people in Bialya? I don't think he kills. Like, how does he not <laughs> kill these? Uh, comic books. He does kill uh, some of the Chinese heroes at least. Yeah, he does. Those four oh, Chinese yeah. heroes, the Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. all these named superheroes, uh, everyone makes it out fine. Yeah, like, like John Henry Iron says when the missile doesn't work, grab your hammer, and I'm like, what are you doing with a hammer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you fight someone that's magic, it's like you, you can't. You just cannot. We have to be conversation before. There's superheroes. They have to try. They can't just let this guy kill all these people. <laughs> yeah. They have to yeah. fucking try. So meanwhile, in the in the Rock of Eternity, uh, Billy has asked the Black Adam's Egyptian gods, "Can you take their powers back?" And they laughed and said, "This is what they want him to do: just yeah. destroy the world." <laughs> I like that. So the Egyptian gods are filled there, like just kill the world. Like it's, it's, it's just it's a cool reminder that the gods gave him power, and all the magic characters from the Ralph Dibney story are helping him brainstorm ways that he could take away the magic. Right. And so the plan is they all grab onto Black Adam, basically a lot of the strong people, and they fly him into the air. And then Billy is flying down and he yells Shazam as he smashes into him. Mm -hmm. And basically they force the powers out of him. Yeah. Uh, And the Flash or someone saves Billy. And then... They can't find what's uh, Black Adam, but you yeah. see him walking. Well, because they're like, why doesn't he just turn back? Yeah, they're, they're like, they're like, we did nothing. Like, if he feels around, he can still just turn back. And Billy's like, no, I couldn't get them to uh, disown him, but I got them to change his his uh, magic word. His magic word, and yeah. then they say to he's like to what, and he's like, I'll never tell anyone, but he'll never guess it. And then you see poor Black Adam going through the streets, going Shazam, Captain Marvel, Kondok. Osiris, Isis, and he's crying as he's saying these names too. Yeah, uh, Batson, as he walks Eternity. into a crowd. 
Yeah. yeah. He's just trying to figure out the magic word. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. And that's that the final appearance of Black Adam in the story. Yep, that's his arc. I was like, oh, what a brutal... Like, yeah. He starts yeah. by being a crazy murderer, ends by being a crazy murderer, but he has happy moments with the family in between where he helps a lot of people. Yep. Then we get the, the issue ends with the space Tio Morrow the coming Omnibot. down. <laughs> with Red Tornado he got from eBay, I guess. And the head keeps going 52, 52, 52. And Tio Morrow is like, what did you find? What did you see in there? And then he peeks in and he says, oh, God. Dear God. And then <laughs> Rip Hunter from the future with yeah. Booster Gold shows up and says, you got that right, Morrow. Get your ass in gear, Professor, because we're already way out of time. And they're like, what is this building up to? Because there's only two issues yep. left. The cover of this next issue is great because it's Red Tornado's head with all these gears of Earths in it. And he's just... In front of it goes 51, 50, 59, 48. Yeah. Uh, 49, Phil. Uh, so count down the infinite. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to follow numbers. And all the gears are like uh, continents. Yeah. Like the, yeah. It's just, it's Earth. cool. It's cool. All these covers are so good. So the issue begins and it goes back to Animal Man's wife and she was with a strange man. But it turns out that it was just like this guy that had lost someone too and then she's like uh you're trash i thought maybe we could help each other but your wife left you because you were cheating on her a bunch with three different girls uh, not because she went to space and saved the universe you're right i'm over my grief but i'm not over buddy and then she goes to go in the door and then he teleport uh animal man teleports in and he's glowing super bright i like this moment because uh he's like i'm too hot to touch right now so she just sits down and admires yeah i like it too like she sits she probably, dog probably gave her cancer <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah probably i just i really like the it's not really a twist but that like it wasn't the standard like he comes back after a year and she's like with somebody else she's still like yeah nope she's like, still loyal to him yeah it's it's nice yeah. to have like a family a unit still intact rather than like yeah. so many things have changed but this nice moment gets ruined so he sits down in the yard and like his kids come in. They're like, hey, did you bring us anything from space? And then we hear like this weird voice in the background. Target identified. Wait until week, then kill for a bounty for lady sticks. So I was like, there's still lady sticks stuff going on. Mm, and then yeah. we have it cuts to the Superman's memorial. So where... now it's been a year anniversary since Infinite Crisis. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you have um, Superman and... I mean, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne are meeting here and they're talking. They're like, you look well rested. You do, too. So this a lot of the scene is just like it's supposed to bookend it back to like at the, the at the very beginning. It was like the like cult of Connor, you know, not the, the like resurrection day or whatever that Booster was waiting for the big speeches for. And this is supposed to like put in stark contrast how different the world is. Mm. So you have like a different Wonder Woman. Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne are like not in costume at all. The Teen Titans have this weird new lineup where it's Tim Drake in a different costume. Costume. They're also setting yeah. up the status quo for the next for one year later because now yeah. uh, Tim Drake is like I'm I'm gonna be on New Teen Titans. Deathstroke's daughter, yeah. you can be on here, but you have to behave. A kid Devil shows up. He's like, Hey, I'm Kid Devil. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. God damn. All these superheroes. But this is supposed to be like these are the people coming out of the woodwork after yeah. this year without the. Heroes. There's a nice moment because Tim Drake goes to Cassie, but she just flies away. And she doesn't want to talk to him. Nice, nice moment. moment. I mean, nice I mean, moment. it's a, it's a, it's a, I thought like character moment. She doesn't want to, she, impactful. Impactful. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. she doesn't want to talk to him. Uh, she's yeah. still not. You get this there. stuff, which is uh, Adam Strange talking to some. Yeah, doctor. so it cuts back to Adam Strange, and and basically now that he's back home on Ran, his home planet, he has he got some surgical eyes installed, so you could see again. It's his and daughter, like her eyes cloned into his head. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird, but. 
there's their their city has been besieged by these giant like sci-fi flame creatures for days and he's like oh i have a plan just cut off all their oxygen i could do this and like he's back to being the like adventurous yeah. hero when his wife and and daughter are there uh uh these are these are fantasy flame creatures not sci-fi flame creatures <laughs> in my opinion uh, but he said he says to the green answers like oh yeah i gave the emerald eye to lobo and they're like but 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 and then and john stewart's like oh he's just fucking blind flying through the galaxy for, for like a year let him fucking <laughs> solve his problem yeah, he says we'll go deal with the monsters let this guy have a day off yeah yeah and who shows up well, not not shows up here. This is Lobo's returning back to his dolphin cult. Yeah, so uh, to the big whale. Lo- the the uh, the god says, "Enter unto my presence, main man." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Why would you want this thing so bad anyway? Exalted three in one. Don't think I ever found that out. Why? Because of the prophecy, my child. It is said that the Emerald Eye of Ekron is the only weapon in the universe which can kill me. Kill ya." You don't say. <laughs> and then you see one little tiny panel of the eye blasting the dolphin. Yeah. So I guess he's no longer pacifist. And Fishy is watching in horror from behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Animal Man's throwing like a little party since he's back with like uh, friends and family and stuff. And he's and he says that the jacket that he left with Starfire to bring home has all his like appointments and like his keys and mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> But then someone rings the doorbell, his little tiny red monster saying, die, 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 bounty, bounty for lady for sticks. Bounty for lady sticks, die, die, yeah. die. But Starfire shows up. And blasts them, and she's like, hey, my name's Coriander Tamarin. On Earth, I was known as Starfire. Here's Buddy's thing. And then she, like, passes out. And yeah. then uh, Ellen says, did Roger order a stripper? <laughs> Ellen, <laughs> and Cory is space royalty. And her, and her kid says, wow, she's like E.T. E- but with double D's. Double D's. Can, Can we keep, keep her? And our man's like, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Thus ends the worst arc of this goddamn comic. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe it ended like this. Lady Six doesn't even come back. The the threat that was coming after Animal Man did nothing. Starfighter didn't even get, get to meet Animal Man. And as she's passed out, people make jokes about her body. Cool. Yeah. Great. Amazing. Yeah, that sounds about right. So then we, we're, we're now into our final arc. Because now, what happened to Skeets? We still haven't solved what Skeets' deal is. So Skeets teleports in, and he's saying, why this workshop? Ah, I see. And he sees the red tornado head going, 52, 52. The android caught a glimpse of the garden and made a map. Yep. Mm, and Dr. Mars saying 52 worlds, 52 morrows, and it all comes down to me. And Skeets says, I want that map. And they lure him here, and Skeets reveals. Booster's thinking, it's like, what happened? We know your data got corrupted. And Skeets says, Skeets is dead, Michael. I ate him from within to make a cradle. A cocoon. Imagine my disgust. The mind of an alien genus trapped in the body of a lowly caterpillar. Stalled in a larval stage. But after being irradiated with suspendium, he was now able to transform. Now it's too too late. The 52 weeks of his gestation is complete. At last the chrysalis can hatch into... The metamorphosis of Mr. Mind, this giant Cthulhu-like caterpillar thing with big bat wings, and he's so Eyes hungry. Eyes all over it. Yeah, he's so hungry yeah. he could eat a universe, and he'll start with yours. And they're like, oh, it's too late, we gotta get out of here, and Booster's like, where are we, we gotta going? gotta go back. Rip pulls where are we going? We're going? We gotta go back. <laughs> back to where it all started. Next 52, the end. I could not 
fucking believe that you guys were like, I bet Mr. Mind is in skis. Uh, I love it because, like, the whole time I was like, with all the other reveals and twists, I'm like, I definitely can't. I'm not going to guess where this is going. And then when it was revealed to be Mr. Mind, I was like, hell yeah. I can't believe it. With every it. twist in this book, that is the last one I would have expected you to. Imitate. I think it helped that we kept pointing out Mr. Mind all the time. Well, yeah, but it's because we read the Mr. Mind thing last time. And the fact, I was wondering where it goes because if he's like a mind controlling bug, I'm like. He's got to be doing something. Like, why else would you show in, like, the first week the open thing of Dr. Savannah's Mr. Mind? It's also, a caterpillar's a funny enemy to have, so he's very yeah. memorable. I wouldn't forget about and Mr. Mind. And they, they do specifically take time to mention about how they bombarded him with suspendium. Yeah. yeah. Which is, and they, they it, when they're introducing them, there's time particles in this world, and yeah. we, sh- we <laughs> shot them into Mr. Mind. I was just still very surprised that you guessed that he was controlling skis. You You could not believe how excited we were watching the Shazam movie to see the Mr. Mind cameos. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, waited. we were so happy about that. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, my God, Mr. Mind. <laughs> uh. So we are now here at issue 52. Week 52 co- have, of yeah, Comic you 52. You have to point out the cover. because Yes. So the cover is kind of like an inverse version of the other cover of issue one with all the heroes like in the back in like shadow with Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman stuff on the front. Now it's like a tombstone that has Ralph's wedding ring and his costume, Isis's headband, the questions hat with the main heroes of the universe that haven't really been featured here in the background. And to the right of the tombstone, you have animal man, booster gold and Renee and, yep. and, and Natasha, Natasha and steel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And That's I love cool. this cover cause it's like, it really, uh, it's like saying like, the, like the, the beginning was like, Oh, what if there was a year about these three legends? Well, now it's like through this year, all these characters became legends in their own right. Yeah, and yeah. we had some casualties yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. So it opens now. Instead of saying week 52, it's week zero, day zero. Booster and Rip Hunter are in the time sphere, his this time issue, machine. guys, this issue, I just, I don't even know with this one. <laughs> Please explain it to me. So they're exactly one year ago. They're at the end of Infinite Crisis when the multiverse was being created. I'm so glad we when we were talking about doing Infinite Crisis... Mm-hmm. I forgot how important it was this final issue. I, I had a feeling, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like, when I read this, I'm like, thank God we didn't the crisis. Because if you feel it down, I'll be like, fuck this comic forever. Like, yeah. yeah. So they're witnessing the birth of the new multiverse. So each parallel Earth is an exact copy. Of, so they're all like it's the multiverse they're all identical and then they recap a little of infinite crisis of how yeah, like so they're, they're, they're the instance when superboy flew into that machine and created the multiverse basically like yeah the way after yeah and these are 52 identical earths in 52 identical cosmoses so this oh. is what red tornado saw and has been yelling the whole time 52 earths he just yeah, couldn't he saw finish a map of the multiverse yep that's why we kept and, saying 52 he was broken his language modifier i think yeah they said yes yeah and basically, everything Rip Hunter's been trying to do has been leading up to this moment because him and Booster are the only ones that can save the new Earth and Earths 1 through 51 from Mr. Mind. Because now in the, like, bleed between the multiverse, we have this huge caterpillar bat monster. It's like in uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, where you're flying on the gummy ship, but uh, from... Yeah, from, it, like... is, it is a lot like that. <laughs> Don't. just don't bet you dare so now and now he he also has the powers of the phantom zone because he ate the phantom zone like way back when okay hold on um because i also struggled with this issue he says 
So they came to this moment when it was created. Why? Because Rip Hunter saying that in a few seconds the Earth will occupy the same space on each on a different vibrational plane. Yeah, is that so- when? <laughs> Is that the end of Infinite Crisis? Because I think I think this got created there being there because like ultimate reality is just like each reality is on its own vibrational plane or whatever or something like that. But on yeah. the same space. Yeah, but like the, yeah, I mean that's a standard. That's been right. a standard sci-fi thing for yeah 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 know, for yeah, him. Yeah, this is like the moment where they first like flew out of the fucking machine that uh, yeah Superboy blew up. So this is before Alex Luther's using his hands to smash things. Is I, after, I guess so. I think. Yeah. Is it okay. before or after? No, I think it's right after, but it's before it's settled. It's yeah, still yeah, like it's, it's like the concrete is still drying. Yeah, you know? okay. basically. All right. And then Mr. Mind says, I was the dominant form of life on Earth between the dinosaurs and the humans. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what? What? Caterpillar, man. <laughs> yeah, so he's been feeding off of time and space, and then exploding out of the Phantom Zone aspect of his body is Supernova. Well, Supernova stops them, like, as he blasts the Phantom Zone at their little spaceship. Supernova defends them and says, I got it, I got it. Yeah, and Booster's like, wait. I'm Supernova. Yeah. And then Supernova shows up in the ship. He's like, let me in, let me in. And he unmasks, and it's Daniel Carter, the Booster Gold ancestor. The one that had been trapped inside of Rip Hunter's vault. No recap. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mind had, when, when he first trapped Daniel in that portal from way back when, he had imprisoned him in an endless loop of 52 seconds that he stole from Earth's timeline. Which is why one of the si- Dr. Time or whatever was yeah. like, yeah. I'm missing 52 seconds on my clock and I can't find them. Yeah, and he's like, I did what I was supposed to do, now bring me home. And Rip Hunter's like, we still need you. We're the only one that could save the entire multiverse. They're fighting on a bunch of Earths. They're, they go to one Earth that looks exactly like the regular DC universe, yeah. and Mr. Mind just like absolutely destroys the Starts whole thing. eating years and events from this universe's history, changing everything so he turns it into this like dystopian hellscape then they go to another one he eats parts of it so basically he's eating lots of different universes that are creating separate alternate universes it's so fucked up because they keep jumping to different universes just for mr mind to turn superman into a nazi or whatever like (laughs) (laughs) it's like he does turn into a nazi i didn't even realize that was him yes and the and the only one fighting against him is that uncle sam hero fuck yeah uncle sam (laughs) (laughs) So he's basically just eating pieces of the multiverse while Booster and Daniel and Rip Hunter chase him. Mm. So f- timelines are fracturing. No, uh, other way around, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's chasing them. Yeah. They're, oh. They're running and he chases them there and then eats part of their that, that universe. That's why I'm like, you got to stop jumping to these universes. You're, you're dooming <laughs> them. Yeah. There's no one that can stop him. So he just, they just stay there. They're going to die. Yeah. Some of them become different art styles when he eats them. Yeah. These are all, all these are homages to specific stories. Like one of them yeah, is there's a Kingdom Come universe. That's the one that the, the different art style because the Earth, the one with the painterly art style that was uh, just painted. It's a comic that's painted. Uh, uh, Kingdom. Yeah, uh, but this is the kind of thing like it's clear that these are alternate universes. If you get the references, cool. But er, one panel. Kind yeah, of there's, not, there's not more detail about them or anything. They also show Earth Two. One thing I, I touch I like is they show Earth Two and uh, the Kryptonian is still missing because Power Girl and Superman are gone now from that yeah so stuff like kingdom come was before this right yeah so but they're recreating that universe that had it always yes because that that, well we talk about this at the end of this i guess it's also weird that he's like eating it in such a specific way that it like recreates earth 2's actual earth 2 origin but that's what that's why at the end of this i was confused as if it like i guess the multiverse is like this is all predestined to be this way or something that's the way i view that's the way i view it yeah that's the way i always read it 
So at this point now, like there's lots of different Mr. Minds eating lots of different universes as like the timelines like split and he's getting more and more and more powerful. And Booster's just like, why me? Like, I'm no quitter, but there has to be someone more qualified. He's like, you know, I let down Ted. I let down Skeet. You know, there's all these better people. Why? Why me? I think Rip's basically just like... Because you're there, well, you have to be the one yeah, to do it. Yeah, first Skeets, the, the Skeets that Mr. Mind emerge out of is still alive, and he's talking to him, he's like, you can do it, sir, I have the most faith in you. Yeah. And that's when Rip Hunter's like, we need to proceed his plan, and he's like, okay. He, he's like, are you on. done, like, having, he's like, are you done having your, oh, I'm, I'm so unsure of what I'm doing, I'm the Heston hero, can we get this going, come on. Yeah, yeah, so Rip's like, okay, come on, we have to do this, we need a power source, that's going to be strong enough to like power all of the weaponry that we need to do this. And the only place that the, is it booster or rip that has the idea? I think rips like, rip. I know the place and he sends booster back to the day after the very first crisis <laughs> when Ted cord was, it was his first, it was one of his first outings as a superhero and booster sees him and he's like, you look so young. And he's like, I mean, you know, with, with everything, all this technology you have, I expected someone older mm-hmm. and then like joke around a little about how they're going to be in the, you know, in the justice league, even though blue beetles dress like a dung beetle and blue beetles looking for the scarab that we saw way back when at the, in the OMAC project and booster finds it. I like that. Cause they make this like they're, you know, after having read Heroes in Crisis, I think it's important to establish when it's like their their interaction is really nice because it's like mm-hmm. it, they are like a cool buddy bro combo, Blue yeah. Beetle and Booster Gold. And because like Booster Gold's like that you look like you base your superhero identity off of a Dung Beetle and seeing the broken skeets that Booster's carrying around, he's like, so you base yours off of a Faberge egg. I was like, that's yeah. cute. Yeah. And yeah. I also like here when Blue Beetle's uh, like... So you were born in the future? If you knew how I died, you wouldn't tell me, would you? And Booster, as he teleports away, is like, nah. And even if I did, I'm only going to say you died a hero, Ted, dressed as a dung beetle. And (laughs) And Ted laughs. Yeah. 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 Then it cuts to Savannah's house (laughs) where he's like, I'm back. And it, it, oh no, because it's still early. And he was, this was when he was playing with the suspendium and, and hitting Mr. Mime. And, Rip no, Hunter no, just he, shows was missing, up. he was missing a whole year. This was yeah, yeah. This. So this is the future. yeah, he back comes back, back home. And he's like, "Don't even ask. I need to get down to my lab." And then Rip Hunter shows up and shoots him. I'm like, "Good." <laughs> yeah, he doesn't kill him, but he just shoots him. <laughs> Thank God, someone shot him. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I need the suspendium. Fuck you guys." And he leaves. And then Booster shows up with the scarab, and Rip shows up with the suspendium, and they both superpower the supernova circuitry, mm-hmm. so that they can help save the universe one last time. They go back to Rip's lab. It's a little tiny Mr. Mind. <laughs> I will yeah. be ruler of all. So like, uh, <laughs> we mentioned before, he's like a full monster. Now he's like a tiny version of a full monster. And they catch him in, in Skeet. Like a like, trap. Yeah, well, they reinforce Skeet's cell, uh, shell with suspendium. So that he can imprison... And it's the only place that can hold Mr. Mr. Mind. Yeah. And he's... And Mr. Booster's Mind. like, oh. <laughs> I said Mr. Mime. but Booster's like, no, but my friend, and he and Skeets is like, it's the only way, do it, and he catches him in it, and the two halves of Skeets basically holds the two halves and traps yeah. Skeets inside the middle. Yeah, and they have to like slam it into this like open wound in the time stream, 
And Skeets is like, Rip's right, Michael. He's eating me from the inside, and I won't last. I never thought I'd leave this world as a weapon, but if I must, then let me be a Pulitzer. Because if you remember, he called a howitzer a Pulitzer before yeah. at the very that, beginning. That's a really and, cute throwback. And yeah. Booster is crying, and he's like, it's a howitzer. And Skeets is like, it's a howitzer. Yeah. I'm sorry for everything. All you ever wanted was to teach me how to become a better man, and I couldn't even manage that. Skeets is like, nonsense, Michael. You're about to save all of time and space. I must have done something right. Farewell, Michael. Bye, pal. And they open up the time wound, and uh, Daniel Carter, Supernova, and Mr. Gold do one last football play, and Hut Hut hike the ball through the year 44, Hut! No, no, you forgot the number. 38, 44, 52, Hut, Hut! And they throw, they they spike the football, and it goes backwards through the year that we just saw of 52. And we see the flashbacks of all the characters, like Ralph choking Eclipso. Black Adam and Isis. Renee and Charlie trying to carry Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. And it, because they needed to have a closed loop, so they spike it all the way back to week one, day one, the first day of 52, where we see a traveling Dr. Savannah see a Mr. Mime crawl, Mr. Mind crawling out of the crater, and he goes... Oh, I know what this is. I'm going to keep it. My dreaded enemy. And I'll keep it in my lab. We'll see. You're trapped. You're trapped forever. So they trap Mr. They trap Mr. Mind in a time loop basically forever. Whenever right. Yeah. So he always will emerge out of the cocoon. He'll always get captured by Booster and Rip. And they'll always throw him back to the beginning, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so now Rip's like, okay, now there's this whole new multiverse and there's lots of time problems. Mr. Mind has done a lot of damage. We need to go in and protect it, but no one can know about the existence of the multiverse. It's too delicate of a secret. It's so, like, you can never tell anyone how important of a hero you are. And Booster's like, no, I want everybody to know, but not for me. I want Skeets to know. And Rapunzel's like, oh, then don't worry, because I just copied his memory. So here's <laughs> his Skeets is fine. <laughs> here's Skeets again. After all, like, this tearful goodbye, it's like, anyway, here's Skeets. He's back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, he is a little robot buddy. <laughs> that's Keats dead this is a copy yeah and he says like yeah, what happened what happened Keats. last year or so and Mr. Ghost is like I'll tell you all about it or something like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen to this great podcast divisive issues they recap <laughs> the whole thing so then they're like Rip's like you know it's not broken it's just you know the multiverse has lots of possibilities and we gotta keep an eye on it welcome home as they like start in their time sphere to travel the multiverse together mm. as the guardians of the timeline. And then we get our epilogue scene of like a whole bunch of different heroes doing different thing where it's like, here's what Checkmate's up to. Natasha and John Henry Irons are working together at Steelworks and they're like, Infinity Inks just gone now. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Kandak, there's an amulet of Isis that has flowers now growing out of it, so it's no longer like a dead place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are still hunting for Black Adam. And then we cut to a preschool in Alabama where some, like, hell pit opened up. And, you know, they, the kids left all these weird cryptic messages. And they're like, how will we ever figure it out? And the ghost of Ralph Dibney and Sue Dibney are there to solve the mystery. <laughs> and Sue says, honey, your nose is twitching. Yes. I'm like, That's how do they sweet. solve mysteries as ghosts? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you more figure it out, like, you can't uh, do anything about it. I mean, it's not like a, here's a new status quo, check out this book. It's like, here's, they end up as just oh, like well, together I don't the know, afterwards. they could have had a whole ghost book. No, they never, they never had a Ralph and Sue uh, series, but uh, it is just to be like, in the afterlife, just still solving mysteries together. Yeah, now, mm-hmm. like he did, in the end, get to be with her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just sweet. And yeah, that's when we see the scene of Booster being like, you know, I'll tell you all about it, Skeets. And then we have Renee tearing down the bat signal that had the question mark on it that Vic said she puts back up the regular bat signal. And Kate uh, survived 
the uh, the Batwoman stabbing. You know, yeah. she's she's okay. And she somehow survived with some weird pseudo skin bandage. I've never seen artificial <laughs> skin like that. Yeah, and she looks out the window, and Renee says, "I have a question," and shines the bat bat symbol up on her building. And Kate looks out the window and waves, and Renee says, "Are you ready?" And thus concludes fifty-two. Bum 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 bum. So I hated it. It was the worst thing I ever read. So I, I want to ask before we get to you two, uh, Sly, on the reread. Because I know it's been a while for both oh, of yeah. us. How did you feel about it? Well, how how were your reread experiences? It's uh, it's interesting because well, when I first read it, I I I, I think my experience is similar to Phil and Daryl's because I gravitate towards the question Black Adam the most. Mm-hmm. But now rereading it, I I got to appreciate the other plots a lot more because I because uh, yeah. the, the Dave stood out in my memory a little bit, a bit less. So there are more like new mysteries to discover. So it's interesting. A lot of this, a lot of this felt like rediscovering uh, a story because so so much happens in this plot. That it was easy to forget a lot of it, and it was really, it really made me appreciate it more because it was uh, there was so much stuff I forgot happened in it. Yeah, I definitely have a newfound appreciation for the space stuff. It's still the weakest story, the but space stuff. Sly, you convinced me that a lot of the campy stuff is fun I'm glad. and helps break up the like really sad parts, like Lobo. Yeah, yeah, not like, not being sad, just like he. Yeah, Lobo makes up. yeah, like and- Daryl sad. <laughs> yeah, and the the Pope stuff was it was a lot f- a lot more fun hearing you talk about it than it would have been I think otherwise, <laughs> and I really went in with a newfound appreciation looking for like how they set up ideas and how they do exposition and everything and like there are so many pieces that I didn't realize mattered until I reread it. This is probably like my fourth or fifth time through it, but there were still little pieces that I never noticed. Like oh they. This is set up 30 issues prior and stuff like that. Like, it still really is really high regard for me. So what about you, Phil? I really, really liked it. This probably is... I don't know. It's tough because we've read so much stuff. This is probably my favorite thing we've read on here, especially for something that's so long. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I felt like it really... So many of the storylines were really interesting, and I wanted to continue with them. I liked almost all the characters in this. The twists I did not see coming. Just... I really liked it. It was there were parts of it that I, you know, obviously the crime bible stuff. I still never, I couldn't, I couldn't like it, but uh, I just couldn't. And and the last issue, I, I wish they didn't spend the whole crisis before being like we got rid of the multiverse and now they're like it's the multiverse again because it just yeah. You know how me and Ryan feel exact same way. Yeah, like, yeah. That's something with comics. Like a comic could do a decision you really hate, but you can still like the story itself. Yeah. One right, thing just, I want to yeah. point out that I really like about the pacing of it is I really like that all the other plots were resolved. So the last issue wasn't like multiverse stuff and also here's here's Renee, Renee or like, find the crime Bible. I wish they just didn't have any multiverse stuff and but yeah. then it wouldn't be called 52. I mean, just call it, I don't know. I wish they just got rid of all the multiverse stuff. You can find another name for like 52 somewhere in there. I don't there's, think there's it, a, it, they, they use the, new, the name 52 for the new 52 reboot, which has literally nothing to do with 52 besides, yeah, 52 books come out. Like, it yeah. really fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I like the multiverse stuff because not because of in this story, but it opens up a lot of really great stuff for Booster Gold to do. And cool. like I found a lot of that stuff interesting. That does that is not a strength of fifty two, but I think that like yeah, yeah. it's the only big open ended resolutions of the plots where all the other ones I felt like wrapped up pretty tightly. Yes. That like that one is like the part. That's one of the reasons because I always say it's like the best superhero comic because it still opens up this huge world of storytelling that a lot of the ideas are not followed up on. Like Renee as the question does not get 
really much to work with ever. Mm. And like stuff like, like the Starfire Animal Man Adam Strange stuff gets like a mini series later on and then like never really mentioned again. Like, but it's still as it ends, most of the plots are pretty resolved, except there's this like full open world that Booster gets to explore that I really like. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I, I, again, overall, I loved this. And I say that word, and I don't think I've said it about mo- most things we've read. <laughs> I've enjoyed things. I loved 52, it was oh. really good. That's mm-hmm. so great. Uh, you know, problems, sure, but overall, loved it. Yeah. What about you, Daryl? So one of the things you had asked me before was that you, th- this was the last time when Sly yelled at me, was about, like, d- how does it compare compared to things, like, st- it's stacked up against other things we've read and stuff. And I took a while in answering, and then Sly was like, don't you dare say that you didn't enjoy reading this. And I did enjoy reading this. But part of the reason it was taking me so long to think about stuff is that 52 is such a massive effort that it's really hard to compare it to anything else we've read because mm. maybe like one character arc we can compare it to like one other story like i was thinking like the big doctor strange where he goes through like a lot of different dimensions and stuff like that's a journey in and of itself but 52 mm. has like five of those all wrapped together into one story so it's really hard to compare it to like thinking about did i enjoy like this story more from like maybe like a plot standpoint or an art standpoint mm. Because there's just so much in 52 to dive into. So, so I, th- I think it's like a really it? <laughs> it's it's hard because it's, like you guys said before with me, it's like I think it's a really good story. I think like you guys said, it is probably the like best like comic book story for being like if you want like essential comic book stuff you got everything here you know you got your like noir detective stuff you got your space stuff you got your silly mad scientist stuff you have your normal like superhero versus supervillain and the john henry irons versus lex Luthor stuff you have a lot of interesting like the way these plots all interact and meet with each other like how black adam meets with renee Mm -hmm. it's like all that stuff is it's really neat and it's really comprehensive and I did have a really good time reading it. It's just there's always like the weird things that stick out to me where I'm like, I just wish it didn't end with nonsensical multiverse stuff. Mm. But it's like the, the arcs are like I really liked almost all the question stuff outside of like, again, crime Bible things. I think Ralph Dibney had a very satisfying like ending there. But then I think about like the space stuff. I'm like, that was just like so dumb. You know, I enjoy- I actually turned around on the space stuff. Yes, <laughs> yes. I didn't I didn't hate Lobo as much as I thought I would. Like I kind yeah. he was kind of. Like- this is how I want Lobo to be used. Like because like yeah. as a central character, he's he's too dickish to ever be rooted for. But you want other yeah. characters to be like, oh my god, this fucking guy again. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the way you put that really rings true for me because if somebody asks like, what's your favorite book? Mm-hmm. I don't very often say 52 because like there are books that have like 52 really is is like deeply personal for me but like there are other books that i would put on like my list of like these are the books that like define my taste more Mm so that might change now that we've done such a deep dive on it but i always say it's the best superhero book because a lot of the problems that you've had daryl with a lot of books we've covered and we've seen it really in spotlight here seem to be with like the medium the rules and the premise of the medium in general yeah so like exactly the fact that you have if you didn't like when we do books where you don't have those problems to me that isn't necessarily a good indication of what a superhero book should I use the term loosely yes. based on my taste 
be. So like seeing you have the same problems as usual, but still overall really enjoying the book, I think showcases the strength of 52. And it's not just like the, the problems I had with it being, it is comparable to other problems I have with superhero stuff, but 52 handles it much better than like a lot yeah. of other things like it's not nearly as annoying i don't know if it's because like maybe i've been immunized to it by reading so much comic stuff or that 52 was just so like long i like i got invested by the end where i'm like yeah just look at all these people that show up at the end it's like it doesn't matter that there's 100 characters you don't know because it's like it's not about that like where i was buying into your guys's yeah. philosophy where it's just, it's cool seeing all these characters interact and stuff like I, I turned i turned around on the chinese group at the end where i'm like i'm really glad they're in this story but I wonder, I, I, like, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, is it just that I've been exposed to comics for so long? But I don't think so, because when I read other comics, I still am like, fuck this forever. Yeah. When I read something that's not handled well, mm. where here they, they they do a good job at making it so you don't need to know everything surrounding yeah. it. Think about the way I'd put it is that regarding, like, superhero stuff, it's like I will never like comics in the same way that you guys will. Mm-hmm. But 52 is the best, like... Yeah example of that this is the closest i will get to ever liking like comics comics because that's what i think 52 does so well because like if you give somebody let's say like watchmen a book that i really like like i really love watchmen but if you read watchmen and then you read like a dc or marvel book yep i feel like that's a jarring jump but if you were to read 52 and still like you know be really engaged and really love it you can make the jump into a superhero book i think a lot easier than if you were going from this, like, you yeah, know, there's, there's similar you know what threads. I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I, I'd agree with that, too. Like, it, I, it is a really good, like, if you like this, you are probably can be a comic fan. Yeah. Cool. So, that concludes. Cool. We made it. 52. And it also, today is the 31st, it concludes the Patreon flyer drive. So, we have one last goal that I want to mention, that if... And I think the deadline's a little loose, so I think you probably have a couple days to work with it. But if we can hit $200 a month on the Patreon, then Helen will write a full audio sitcom with actors and everything. Wow. And record it and put it on the Patreon. Yeah, and we've already had lots and lots of... So just recap very quickly some of the goals that we've hit. I'm watching Alien and Aliens tonight at 7 o'clock. Well, I have already watched them, but I'm streaming about them malcolm and john streamed and wrote a song live on air together we've done i released a dozen music episodes we did uh, a bunch of giveaways we've done a lot of a lot of different streams and we've done lots of crossovers so definitely check out the patreon if you haven't patreon.com slash flying machine all the stuff we released is still around it doesn't expire at the end of the month so you know we have the one dollar tier where you get all my music stuff and a lot of old backlog stuff the five dollar tier where you get monthly episodes from every show the ten dollar tier you get a yearly gift box and you get input on blogs and episodes and you get to pick an album for me to review one of which is already on the patreon and Stuff like that. So definitely check that out and join the Facebook group, Flying Machine Explorers Guild. And check out all that stuff at flyingmachine.network. Thank you guys for sticking with us for these exceptionally long weekly episodes. And thank you three for making this journey through 52 even better than it was the last time I read it. Uh, Thank yourself, Ryan, for joining us. I I actually uh, thank you for showing me this book because I really liked it. One last thing I found out just now. Uh, breaking news, if you play DC Universe Online, <laughs> there's a quest where the question tells you to go steal the crime bible from Bruno Manheim. <laughs> so, just so you know. That's awesome. And what a good place to end it. Because <laughs> yeah. the story never ends. 
So, thank you all for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been Booster Gold, the greatest hero you've never heard of. I've been the only metal that that's liquid at room temperature. I've been locking Daryl in a room with Sly for all eternity to torture each other. And I am the new death. Rest in peace, Black Adam. The only character who didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in continuity. I give you the incredible flying machine.